Hey, Danny girl, what's going on? Hey, Sister George, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, ladies. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, now I'm hearing a little bit of feedback. Let me, let me, maybe it's me. Let me go on mute. No, uh -uh. I don't have my phone turned up. Is that better? Yeah, I, I don't hear anything. Yeah, it should be good now. Okay, yeah. Um, Curlin's been over here messing with my microphone, child, and honey. <laughs> He's just trying to get you right. Don't do him. Oh, no. <laughs> looking out. <laughs> thankful and um, hella thankful, um, you know, for one of his many talents. So that's definitely a good thing to have um, on the back end. So it, it works. It works. It works. Right. Shout out to us a thousand subs, girl. Woo, woo. Yes. That's love. That's love. Hey, Jessica X, what's going on, honey? Okay. <laughs> I think she's muted. No, come here. <laughs> Oh, that's a nice weekend. Oh, how was you guys' weekend? My weekend was awesome, uh, actually. Um, too short, but awesome nonetheless. Yes. My weekend seemed weird because there was so many people out, and I was like, I thought we were still quarantining. Yeah, they out and about here, too. Me and Curlin are probably the only people in the city who who didn't do anything this weekend, and I'm I'm some I feel some type of way about that too. <laughs> Y'all like, are probably going to be the only ones that don't catch Rona, but um, don't feel some type of way about that. I literally didn't do much of anything either, but I was riding through like a plaza to go and pick up food, and I saw TJ Maxx open, and I just had to go to TJ Maxx. It's probably like the only real thing that I did. I was was it a line? Because it was no, like no. super packed. There wasn't a there. line. Um, they were not like uh, limiting the number of people that could go in to like maybe like fifty people or something, forty six people. But there was no line. Um, there was a line inside. They didn't have too many people working. Maybe two or three people, like a line at the checkout. Um, but there yeah. might have been like 30 people in there. It wasn't bad at all. Oh, wow. That's good. Because here, baby, <laughs> it'd be a lot. People don't have their mask on. I'd be nervous. Oh, gosh. People dying to get out and spend some money. Mm -mm. Well, Save I'm going to this. Um, my sewing is booked and ready. Um, you know I, what? Uh -uh. <laughs> she said booked and ready. <laughs> If you see how I look, honey, I look like a sub for Miss Seely, honey. No. Oh, my gosh. Are you going to get like a full sew-in or are you going to get like a frontal sew-in? Girl, you know, Curlin can't stand frontals. And so he, <laughs> he says he always stares at the at the lace or whatever. <laughs> like when we first got together, he was like, you know, um, I don't really have a lot of demands, but them fucking wigs and frontals and mm -mm, no ma'am. I'm, I'm with Colin oh, wow. on that one. The lace. <clears throat> the lace for me can be quite distracting. <laughs> like you can just see it sitting there sometimes with the white glue inside it. And you, you find it hard not to stare. You try and take your eyes away, but then it keeps going back. So I'm, I'm, I'm with him on, on the front. Oh, I agree. <laughs> like, um, I don't do front. He was like, I don't. He's, he doesn't really like weave, to be honest. But I am in the process of growing my hair back out. 
And I was telling him, I'm like, okay, now I'm not the type of person that's ashamed of my real hair. Like I can go out and wear my real hair. I have great hair. I love my hair. Yeah, you you wear your real hair pretty quite often. Yeah, I do. But um, when I now the story is, I went to uh, I have been going to this lady for years, and um, she left a rinse on my hair for a long time, and it broke like half of my length off. And so I've had to kind of cut and regrow, but I'm not, you know how you feel a certain way when you kind of get to a, a point in your looks and stuff. So my hair got long, like super long. like, oh gosh, it's my hair. And um, I was swinging it everywhere. And, you know, I felt some type of way about that because I really took time. I drunk a girl. I was at the health food store every fucking day. I was drinking all kinds of green shit. I was eating so many greens vitamins and shit and i really grew my hair yeah so, her hair was beautiful everybody thought it was a weave yeah and so when i got to a point where it's like now i still have gray hair and i'm still um really 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 huge on like healthy hair but um i do wear protective styles to kind of keep me out of it because with having a certain length i don't like flat hair i want big hair and so I'm in it with the curlers and the flat irons and the uh, flexi rods and shit. And that's not really, really good for my hair because I was manipulating it a lot. So protective style, whatever. Well, now that we had our little session about hair, um, <laughs> we, we do just, I mean, as you guys can see by um, the title, we're going to be discussing femininity today, but we did want to take just a few minutes out because we are super excited about the growth of our channel, about our supporters. Like we have some really dope supporters. Um, and because of that, we are going to do um, a giveaway sometime throughout the show. So we'll be giving away lunch for a few people. So, you know, just people that are basically participating and myself and Danny will decide, um, we'll pick a few people and we're going to do a giveaway and buy some of our supporters lunch. So um, make sure you're engaging um, as you guys always do. Can you guys hear me? Now yeah. I can. Yeah. Okay. It took me straight out, honey. Okay. Um, yeah, let me just take a quick moment just to say congratulations, ladies, on the Thank thousand you. mark subscribers. Very well deserved. And yeah, I'm happy for you guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody in the chat. We really appreciate the support. Like that's it's really been a really good journey for us. And um, you know, shout out to everybody that really supported us in uh kind of stayed on our asses about uh, staying staying with it and, and really doing it. So shout out to you guys. Are you ladies ready to get into the topic? Let's get yes. into it. Okay. So the topic is the price of femininity. Um, now, it's kind of funny. Um, so Concrete and I will kind of go back and forth with topics and it's like we'll go back back and forth with topics to basically see what will stick. And it's like our process kind of goes like I'll throw out an idea. Um, what tends to happen, and correct me if I'm wrong, Concrete, I'll throw out an idea, but sometimes my ideas can be a little um, compact, 
right? And concrete will uh, make it expand. And so it's really, really like a great team type of thing. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, let's do the cost of femininity. And she was like, nah, because it's not, you know, it's not going to broad drink. enough. So, yeah, let's kind of find a way to broaden it. So she's like, let's do the price of femininity. I was like, you know, that's great. Great. Let's roll. Then I'm listening to DJ Kuda. Shout out to him. And um, DJ Kuda was uh, having a panel discussion. And he said, you know, I want to do something about femininity. Maybe the cost of femininity is like, and I was like, damn. And I was like, he said it out loud first. And so I was like, damn, should we even do the topic? But, you know, um, I think generally Concrete and I and our our panel, panel different excuse me, you have a different take on a lot of discussion. So, but you know what? We're going to still roll with this and um, give our take on it and uh, see. Absolutely. Up. We generally have different perspectives. And um, a lot of times we take conversations um, to a different place. At least our, at least it starts off in a different place. A lot of times we get back to the same old rigmarole, but um, we try to take conversations in a different place so that it doesn't get monotonous hearing the same topics discussed over and over throughout Black YouTube. So um, that is that is generally the goal with our panel topics. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can. I, uh, everyone's mic was muted. Okay. Um, does anybody want to start off? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, girl, I didn't realize I was talking with my mic muted too, child. But um, yeah, so we did decide to do this as a woman's panel, but we will, of course, have a chance once we've um, kind of dialogued a bit up here to allow you guys to come up and ask questions. Because we have limited spots, we'll probably rotate you out pretty quickly after you've asked your questions and we've dialogued with you for a few minutes. But yeah, let's go ahead and kick it off. Um, I wanted to ask first, just to start the conversation off, do you all believe that there's the lack of femininity being displayed in, in, in our society or within our communities today? I would have to say to an extent. Yeah. Um, so I used to get really, really mad about what's, what's displayed in um, the media, what's displayed on social media. Um, and then you kind of have to really take a look at your societies, right? And so the area that I stay in is generally, it's majority Black, right? So you go out into your community. Um, I don't stay in the hood per se, but I stay in a working class community. I don't see, I won't necessarily say that I see a lot of ratchetry where I stay, but I do see a lot of, I, I see a lot of ratchetry in the surrounding areas. And so it's like, damn, um, you know, it's time to move for one. And it's like the women, I, I you know, I, I really don't know about us sometimes. 
Um, yeah. Like, what do you guys think? I would have to agree because you have some women, they come off too, like, they come off too independent. And when you come to me, it's like, it's okay to be independent, but when you just come off like too independent, it's a turnoff. It's even a turnoff to me sometimes. Like, I don't even want to be around you too much if you're just coming off too like, oh, I don't need a man. I don't need, I'm like, okay. I don't have fun. Uh, I I I agree on that um on that point. I think one definitely there is a lack of femininity in society, and um, as Doctor Bay said, you kind of seen the rise of the independent woman, the I don't need a man at all sort of mindset. And to me, that is contrary to to what femininity is. Um, f- femininity indicates a slight vulnerability in my point of view and so when you're saying you know I'm strong um independent it it does go against what I see femininity to be yeah and don't get don't get it twisted though I do appreciate women who can do for themselves without a man right mm-hmm. but it's just you still, when you are in the presence of a man or have a man, you still have to exude some type of womanly, nurturing type of vibe. Um, I I mean, I pretty much agree with the consensus. I think that there's a lack of femininity being displayed um, in the media. I think, um, uh, you know, just throughout like our communities, there's a, we see a lack of femininity. I think that if you think about um, the type of characteristics that are pushed and um, the type of characteristics that are encouraged, it's generally characteristics that would be connected to masculinity. And not to say that a woman cannot possess these characteristics, but if you think about it, Um, A lot of times we are encouraging women to be competitive, encouraging them to be independent and strong. And, you know, um, like I said, it's not to say that those characteristics aren't important and shouldn't be important to us as women. But you don't see on the flip side, you don't see, um, you know, softness being encouraged. You don't see compassion being a characteristic or a trait that is being pushed, Um, you know, vulnerability, things like that. So. I would agree that it's a lack of femininity in in our societies. Oh, yeah. Um, That is very, very interesting because I really, you're absolutely right. And I think we're just less empathetic as a society. Um, The women are way, way, way more um, independent. And I would, and I'll go as far as to say as masculine, Um, do you think it's because of lack of fathers in the home that they feel like they have to have this shell, this type yeah, of hardness I, you know, about them? It was uh, something I think I was talking about on um, the Neutral Zones uh, show, talking about protected being pr- being protected versus being unprotected. And I was talking about when you don't have a father in a home, when you when the men have gone and the women have to assume certain roles, the women kind of feel like they're the men. And then when you have a bunch of men that have been raised by single women, 
the men are less masculine because they've taken out the after the mothers. The women are more masculine because they have they don't have a. Mm. Both That's a good top. point. That's deep. <laughs> yeah. and, and if oh. you think about it, if we live in a matriarchy, um, the women are going to be more apt to step up into leadership roles. And like you said, you see less masculinity being exuded in the men. That's true. And now you see it's more men that are that are what they call metrosexual men. Um, they 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 don't care if they date men or date women. And women now are accepting, are being more receptive to that lifestyle too, because mm -hmm. I don't That's know why. But, I, I mean, agree. Think, think about the fact that you know men are wearing the skinny jeans, and it's okay for men to wear colored polish on their toes. Now these are heterosexual men allegedly, right? Um, pearls and you know wearing like you know now young boys wear um, Victoria's Secret pink, like that. That's a thing. So yeah. It's just kind even of like, girls now. Like I've seen on Instagram and uh, YouTube, girls are wearing boxers as like short wow. and uh, tops. I the mean, I, I mean, it's below, cute, but yeah, I mean, like you can't even tell what's supposed to be masculine and what's feminine. The lines yeah. have definitely been blurred. Yes, 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 yes. The lines are definitely no, being no. Blurred. Someone say metrosexual and bisexual aren't the same. No, I know it's. I know it's not the same. Um, but I'm saying like it's a lot of men that come off as metrosexual and then they start living that lifestyle of bisexual and they and then they want a woman to accept it because they'll try whatever they want to try. Yep. I've actually seen a documentary that I was watching where there were like black men who were bisexual and the women were very accepting of it. So it's just like I mean. The thing is, when you and, and, and I, the question that I asked about, do we see examples today? Like, I wanted to ask if we saw examples growing up, because I'm assuming, you know, most of us are, you know, around the same age between um, our 30s and 40s. Like, do, do well, we just, see examples? Oh, how old is Jessica? I'm 25. Oh, oh God, you're real young. Um, well, I, I mean, I guess Dr. Vivian. <laughs> And um, and Danielle, do, do you guys, did you feel like you saw examples? And Jessica, maybe um, you saw examples from maybe, you know, a grandmother or something like that. Um, did we see examples growing up? Like, were there examples, I guess, in the 90s and in the 80s? Examples of? Uh, uh, femininity being displayed. Now, with my family, now I would say that my mother and grandmother were actually very feminine. Um, you know, you have you, you have you ladies had like women that you wanted to be like at a certain age. And at one point I wanted to be like my mom because my mom would cook and clean and she was fly and um, she had a really uh, sexy personality and stuff. So I wanted to be like that. And then with my grandmother, now I never really saw my grandmother as one of those people that was like uh, sexy or anything, but she was really, really demure. And so um, there was a regalness um, to her that I thought was very feminine. And I, I would say I kind of had good examples. Now, y'all know the story with my mom. My mom wasn't always perfect, but at one point when my mom was on her shit, she was really, really on her shit. And so I really wanted to be 
um, the woman that could cook clean and was real fly and um, didn't take any shit from people. And so I would say that I had really, really good examples of um, femininity. Yeah, for me, um, I've had like both sides um, of independence and femininity. I think like um, for my mom, she never dated after my father passed. So, um, but she was very, um, I don't know what the term to use. Um, she's very conservative and old fashioned. <laughs> so, um, I took after that, but also my aunties and other women in my life um, who were married and who um, I saw them exude femininity. So I learned femininity. I also learned it from watching movies, too. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say I had the same thing of seeing it through my mum and um, just also other women in my family just seeing that that same say and do you know what I could say that there was a different sort of femininity um if I was comparing it to my mum's side to my dad's side um but they were both feminine nonetheless I'd say from my mum's side they were probably more docile um because my mum's side is Italian but my dad's side is Nigerian and there the woman had a bit more let's just say like fire to them but mm. when you look at the dynamic that they have with their husbands they're still very feminine and that comes through and you could tell that the man is um the boss even when it comes down to just small little tradition so the guy will always be served first mm -hmm. um you know you have this thing where it's it's like the younger women and even the older women, they do something called prostrating. So it's almost like you take like a little curtsy or a little bow when you greet a man. Just little things are embedded into the culture that keep those different dynamics, ugh, sorry, <laughs> dynamics going. Yeah. And I, I, you know, personally, when I was growing up, I think that I started to see the effects of women's lib and this whole independent mindset um, through my mom. But when my when I think about like my grandmother, my grandmother is definitely feminine, definitely someone I always admired, um, the most compassionate person I've ever seen. She is, you know, very soft and just very kind and sweet. And my mom was a bit fiery. So I think I started to see uh, but but she was still very, um, you know, she cooked, she cleaned, she, you know, took care of the home. Um, she still did all of those things, but she was kind of sassy. So um, I, I think I started to see the effects of like the women's movement uh, when I think about like my mother and my aunts. But when I think about the generation before them, um, you know, my grandmother and her sisters and um, they were they were definitely more feminine. So I've seen a gradual decline, I guess, in femininity, if you want to say it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you did the other lady see like when the femininity was really starting to decline? What do you guys think about that? I would say in my 20s, uh, as I became a woman, um, I guess due to uh, the lack of fathers in the home, you know, those those kids became. 
those kids became grown. So if they're if they're lack if if I think it's like a cause and an effect type of situation. This is the outcome of not having this in, in the home. Or this is the outcome of not um not having those examples set for you um growing up. Because you have women again in different races or different cultures, they can be strong, but they can they're still submissive or show feminism to, to, towards their men. But then in those cultures, the men behave a different way. And so, my next question to you, ladies: Do you think American men truly value femininity? Mm. I gotta think about that one, D. Now, Jessica is. Do you live in the UK? Yeah. Okay. So, even if you if you think, well, I guess you could ask ask answer the question from your perspective. If you think like the men that you interact with um, value femininity, I think um, there's a definite value on femininity, and okay, it might be a weird one, but I almost think sometimes we might expect more value to be placed on femininity than there is. And it's it's almost become a big thing, right? Because it's becoming scarce nowadays. But to me, femininity is almost you being in your natural state, right? And so should there really be that much value placed on you being in your natural state? People are just wanting you to be something that you should be and for some reason um you know whether it be media whether it be um external societal influences it's not present and society has shaped people away from femininity but um i don't even expect a lot of praise for that personally i don't expect a lot of praise for it it's it's something that that you naturally are anyway I think you bring about a very, very good point um, because to me, when you hear people talk about other societies, right, they say that the women are generally feminine no matter what. So if the woman is being cheated on, she, she's still feminine. If she's uh, being mm. abused, she's still feminine. Um, she's just feminine no matter what. And I think that American culture kind of places a value like, well, I'll be feminine if you pay all the bills. I'll be feminine if you don't cheat. I'll act like a lady when you do certain things. Kind of makes me think about are women trying to say, I'll be a woman when you be a man at American mm. But, you know, I, I just find it kind of interesting. But it, I, I also find it delusional in a sense because the men run our society in certain ways that women will never be able to contribute to. And so I think that um, the women kind of, American culture um, kind of loses value because it's like you don't really value your men because you don't understand what the men are here doing. You, it's like you're not yeah. really realizing the contributions that men make to our society. So I just think that's yeah. I, I You know what? I think that two things. I think that first of all, your femininity is for you. So you shouldn't have to wait on someone else to display a certain action before you're willing to, um, you know, be in your feminine essence. In addition to that, 
the other thing that I wanted to expound upon is that um, can do can we truly be in our natural essence, um, being that we are going out into the workplace, that we're working outside of the home, that we're like, you, cause, because it's almost like you have to have a certain amount of synergy where you have to have some masculine energy because you almost have to be able to defend yourself. Uh, you know, you have to, like, if, if my fiance is gone out of town and someone breaks into the home, I'm supposed to be able to defend myself. And, you know, so you, there's almost like there has, there's supposed to be a certain amount of synergy. In today's society, you can't just be completely helpless. Well, I think that um, femininity um, I think all women can exude femininity if they have a, I don't want to say have a reason to, because sometimes when you exude too much femininity, people take advantage. Um, like Danielle was mm, saying. Yeah, you're looked so at as like, weak. Um, yeah, you looked at as weak or she dumb or she don't know nothing. She don't know how to do nothing. Like, And, and you could just be pretending just to, just to show femininity. Like, I know I can screw a light bulb in and build my own TV stand if I want to. If if I really had a, if I really, somebody really taught me how to put a tire on a car, I probably could do that as well or fix a battery in my car, but I'm not going to do that. I like, it's just me. I'm just not going to do it because I, those are certain things that you would hope that whoever you're dating or a man would, would do, or you'll just pay somebody to do it. But what I'm saying about femininity, I think sometimes when, when women exude their femininity or the characteristics that they see another woman do, do, do with a man, and um, if if it's not a man present, how are they going to see those? How how are they going to see that femininity portrayed in their mom or grandmother or auntie or another woman if it's never a man around? Because um, if you got three different uh, households, let's say your aunt is a single mom, your mom was a single mom, and now you. Are you a single mom? You don't have any femininity too much there. You have that womanliness that you naturally get, but then you also have to have that shell up <laughs> to protect you and your child. So um, I think in these times, it's just hard to really express, I guess, express that femininity. So, I mean, I feel like it's a good topic to talk about how can we how can women in the society show that we are more feminine? Because me being who I am, people look at me and be like, oh, you independent. You this, 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 that. I'd be like, no, I'm dependent. You know, so <laughs> so don't get it twisted. Like they like they don't want to do nothing. Like, no, I can do for myself. But if you can't add to it, you, you, you go on. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Now, this was very, very um, interesting for me because I came up um, from a generation of women who asked for things that they needed to be done. And I remember being young and being afraid to ask my boyfriend for something that I needed. And my mom, my mom was like, have you lost your fucking mind? She's like, um, if this is supposed to be your man and this is supposed to be your man and your man is supposed to be masculine, there's certain things that your man is supposed to take care of why are you afraid to ask your man for um certain things? Cause if he needs some ass, he ain't going to be afraid to ask you. Exactly. And it was something that I, something, I think it was something going on with my car. I needed in it. And I was like, mom, I need you to do. And my mom was like, well, what the hell are you here for? And 
it's funny because I used to be, um, and this was very young though. I used to be afraid to be dependent on a man because I, I in a certain sense, I did want to do things for myself. I, for myself, I did want to have certain accomplishments um, that was just for me. And, you know, I wanted to be somewhat independent. What do y'all think about that? Well, I'll let the ladies go and then I'll um, respond because I wanted to respond to a comment too. I think it's nothing wrong with wanting uh, somebody you're dealing with or some, a man to do something for you. And then I get it, get that you don't want to feel needy, you know, because men have, put, have thrown that term out when a woman need a man to do something like, like I say, I'm not going to put my own tire on my car, but if I want to learn how to do it, I would, but I'm not. That's what a man for. Like, I'm a, like, if it's your femininity or not, like, I just like I hate seeing women cut grass. Like, I'm like, what you have cut grass for? Just like I hate seeing, it's just certain stuff like I hate to see women do because I'd be like, mm -hmm. pumping gas, if you know, <laughs> your man sitting in the passenger side. <laughs> I hate it. Like, it's just, maybe it's just me because to me, that's not showing no, I'm the same way. Yeah, that's I don't even like to see like, okay, a woman. You, you hard, you got it. You don't yeah, need him, right? Outside of the curb while your man on the inside. It's just certain things. Or, you know, a woman yeah. is shivering, but her man has on a jacket. Or um, if the man walking in front of the woman to go into right. the restaurant, I yeah. hate that. It just gets on my nerves. I'm like, no. why is he in front of you? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just hard things. It just, it just irks me. I just be like, oh, okay. This is why we are where we are. <laughs> I think that they're like for Danielle, what you were ex describing, it almost sounds like there was a conflict between like an internal conflict between your true nature as a woman and who society is telling us that we need to be these independent women. Now, I know that someone in the comments was talking about, um, I think it was Kevin. Uh, he said something. Oh, no, it's Kit, Kit Cloud said that changing attire does not denote um, femininity. It's not the things women do. Um, but someone earlier, I don't know if it was Dr. Bay or Jessica, I think it was Dr. Bay, was saying how if you display too much femininity, it is almost um, equated to weakness. Like, for example, if a man, we, we see these types of scenarios all the time, and not to say that this happens every day to every woman, but if a man is approaching you and he's trying to talk to you, you're trying to give some conversation, if you're extremely feminine and like, you know, showing too much teeth and you're being too um, almost inviting, but you're trying to turn him down, he won't really accept your no. He'll continue, he'll be persistent, and sometimes those things escalate. So it's almost like, how do you find that balance? between, you know, being feminine, but also letting somebody know, like, I ain't to be played with. It's like my, my fiance, he, you know, when we first got together, I wasn't like real comfortable around guns. And like, I'm extremely feminine. Like I, I, going to the gun range is almost like a chore for me. It's not something like I look forward to doing, but I know that I have to protect myself. So I struggle with you know, needing or ha having living in a society that I'm required to do things that I would generally think of as masculine while still maintaining my femininity. Yeah, it's very hard. Um, when you don't have, pro well, it's kind of learning how to set boundaries. And so with me, I don't have to yell at you to get my point across. 
I don't have to be a bitch to you to get my point across to let you know I fucking mean business and don't fucking play with me because there is a tone that I'm going to take with you um, to where I don't have to get loud with you. I don't have to curse you out. I don't have to be um, derogatory towards you to get a point across. And I think that is um, is a it's just a certain energy to me. And to me, that can be um, things that's masculine and feminine to where a person can get their point across. We ain't got to go off on each other, but look, um, and I, and I think it's just learning how to set boundaries. And when you kind of understand, understand how to set boundaries, then I think you can pretty much say whatever you need to say. And you know, that's what it is. I agree with that to an extent. I think sometimes, um, I think sometimes when you try to get your point across and especially if you be real feminine, because I know I, I know I know how to be really, really, really feminine. And um, when I'm really, really feminine and I say something and I say it stern and I say it how I'm going to say it, it's like, oh, OK, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But if I act a fool, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I act a fool, you get a different response. Is this like what are your day? thoughts, Jessica? Um, it, it depends, you know, I don't think, I can see how maybe dealing with the outside world and dealing with your partner, it would be different, right? Because almost, um, you don't have to worry about, I don't, I don't feel like you do, you don't have to worry about being too feminine for your partner. However, when it comes to different aspects, so for example, work, um, if you if you are too feminine, there are some people who are not going to take you seriously, you know, or people that almost look to step over you because of that, because they see you as weaker or, <clears throat> sorry, more timid. Mm-hmm. So I get that there's scenarios where people can try and take advantage of that and um sometimes you don't have to amp it up to be in masculine if people can see that usually you have one type of state and one type of talking even if you amp that up just a little bit then people you know pretty soon get the message that okay you know they're they're a bit more serious now you don't have to go into full masculine mode and start shouting and swearing and doing all of that stuff to get your point across i think it was old man mean that brought up the point about um women and um the muslim culture and how they are they are feminine in a controlled environment i think that if we were in a controlled environment or if we had like community policing where brothers were gonna, you know, um, defend you or, you know, protect you should something happen, it probably would be more easy to be feminine for some women. Um, If you know, like, I don't have to, you know, carry a strap outside because I know, you know, there's brothers that are usually, you know, posted throughout the community. And if something were to happen, they would defend me. Um, You you know, you, you, it, it makes it easier to rest in your feminine energy. So LAR brought up a good question and he said, what's the benefit to ask to acting masculine? And I wanted to ask you ladies, besides that, um, do you think that women want to be masculine or do you feel they act masculine out of survival, like with being in survival mode? 
It's a defense mechanism. That's what I feel. I don't feel like a woman just want to come off as as a ma you know, with masculine tendencies. A woman don't want to come off. I mean, I would. I mean, I, me. I'm just speaking for myself. I don't want to come off as a masculine female. But just because, like I say, people. I don't even have to say anything. But if a person just can look, they just look at everything. They'll look at everything you have and how you you don't have nobody, no cosign or nobody with you. Ain't nobody helping you do nothing. And you got all this stuff by yourself. They automatically assume that you are misindependent and don't need a man for anything. Um, I, I, I think some women enjoy it. I think some do. I think to some women, it makes them feel strong. It makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel dominant. You know, all, all those sort of words there, that's the, the feeling that they um, derive from it. It makes them feel like the leader. And some women gravitate more to that position than being, you know, um, submissive. Some people gravitate more towards being the leader. I think that's that's just in some women's nature. And so mm. with that... That almost sounds like penis envy. Like, it almost sounds like you want really want all of the traits that are inherently or that we look at as masculine and you want that power so you yeah know. <laughs> yeah i think you can be uh powerful uh being a feminine woman i don't think you have right. to exude like, masculine capabilities or or whatever or to feel empowered you have to exude masculine characteristics i don't i don't think so I don't think you have to, but it's almost the easy route for them because I think people see it as, um, I think it was Concrete Rose says, dick envy. So you're like, okay, um, men were able to establish power over time and they did this through displaying certain traits. And so now what we see with um, feminism and a lack of femininity, women are almost coming for that male spot they want to be where the guy is and they genuinely enjoy that power position. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the head of household, so I'm not going to enjoy <laughs> Me that. Me either, I'm and I don't want to have to <laughs> be the first be no one man. to jump up as an intruder. Like, who wants to I'm not to doing that home? either. I'm not going to be the first yeah. one we get a flat or the, we run out of no. gas. Let me go walk to the store to get the gas. No, I'm not doing that. I have a question, though. Um, do you all, well, it's a two-part question. So. The first part is, do you all feel as though femininity is shunned? Because I do. Um, it almost seems as though you're considered as, you know, less than if you actually want to stay home and raise children instead of going out into the workforce like that. You don't see that being promoted. Um, and if you cater to your man, you know, you're called a pick me, a mammy. Um, if you if you promote or if you defend black men, um, you're looked down upon. And also, like, if you... Um, if you, it's almost as though if people, women who desire marriage are like anomalies in this society. So it seems as though like femininity is shunned by, by other women. Do you all agree or what are your thoughts on that? Hmm. I think femininity is somewhat shunned by a lot of women. Um, people kind of feel like and just like what you said, if you are um, really girly, if you cater to men, um, 
and, and to me, it's a huge difference in between being like a pick me and somebody who agrees with what the man is saying. Like, right. I don't agree with everything anybody says. So I can agree with him. Like, if I feel like a man is right, I don't have a problem with conceding. And as a matter of fact, I want him to be right. I want mm-hmm. him to um in his be- at his best. So if I can help support him being at his best, why wouldn't I? You know, and I I kind of find it silly when a woman feels like you should have her side in um certain in certain aspects, in certain aspects. I feel like women are kind of silly in that aspect because I and I, don't, I don't tell a bitch quick, look, if it came down sisterhood <laughs> and men. Oh, guys, y'all ain't gonna fucking protect. Oh, me. tell them. Like, like I like penis. No, yeah. girl. It's I'm like, how dare penis. you enjoy acquiescing to your man's leadership? Like they will try to make <laughs> you feel bad. I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, honey. I, um, I did I, have one. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, concrete. I'm sorry. Um, you can go ahead. I- I'll um, come behind you because I was looking at my notes. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to ask because we talked a little bit earlier. I was talking about how I saw the shift from like the effects of um, women's lib with like my mom's generation. Um, do you all think that there's anything positive? Because I, you know, I can think of a few things that could be viewed as positive that came out of the women's lib movement. Um, Anything? Mm, I don't know what to say about that. I can't really speak on that. Um. Now, if anything, I think that you know, um, fair wages is something that is important. However, when when I say fair wages is something that is important. I also feel like the workload should be fair. So I feel like if you're a woman firefighter and Mm. you can only carry a 50 pound person or your training only requires you to carry like the 50 pound dummy. So you can't carry a hundred plus pound person out of a building, then you shouldn't get the same wages as someone who, you know, um, can carry that hundred pound person. However, if you are doing the same job, for example, if you both are accountants, um, then the wages should be fair. But I think that fair wages is important, but so is, um, you know, fair um, work balance or, you know, workload balance. I don't know. I'm old fashioned. I think that certain jobs are are intended for men and certain jobs are intended for women. But, you know, since... (laughs) Since everything is like different, you have men that are, you know, that that are stay at home dads and women that go out and work and that are fine with doing that are fine with dominating or controlling the money that comes into the household. And then you have uh, like a lot of reversal of the roles that have been switched in society. And so when you have, um, I guess when you have that old school mindset, that like even though i'm educated even though i uh have all this stuff for myself i wouldn't mind having a man say you don't have to work no more you can stay at home with the kids i wouldn't mind staying at home mm-hmm. I, I think bomb brought up a good work. one she bomb was saying um you know our, our right to ensure that you know we um ha- 
call the shots regarding our bodies. So, you know, that is something too. Like there, if you, you know, scrutinize it and you look at everything that they fought for, like there are some things that, you know, can be viewed as positives regarding the women's live movement. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to be a, a, I wouldn't want to be a firefighter. Like it's just not, I so wouldn't want to. With, uh, Dr. Bay, now with the women's live movement, if, we're being honest, part of it was about women kind of taking charge of their own sexuality and their bodies, mm. right? Um, do y'all think that women being able to fuck freely whoever and whenever they want was a benefit to society? Mm. I mean, women been fucking for <laughs> <laughs> I mean, truth be told, women been doing whatever they want to do anyway, because we do it better than men anyway. I think we do a lot of things better than men. And I think by having that movement, it just let men see, I guess, how we how we really can do things um, <laughs> just as good or better than them. Um, I, I personally, I think it's a negative so I think it's it's introduced as as a positive, you know, but in the long run, it is a negative thing because um, at one point where you didn't have as many birth control options and let's face it, like what we almost have is, is an abortion culture. When those things weren't present, Good you point. would be more, what's the word that I could use? You'd, you'd guard your body more you know, it would actually, you, you have a certain sense of value over yourself. Like a chastity belt, I get it. Yeah, which today is discouraged. And so what, because you have the option to do so, um, in your younger years, you could just constantly cruise the market, cruise the market, cruise the market, you know, for years and years and years. And then at a certain point, wonder, um, you know, why you haven't managed to settle down yet. But it's because, <laughs> you, you know, you thought you were living the good life and you had the option to just, um, I don't I don't want to, well, the term that I've heard used for it is the, the cock carousel, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can say that, but you want good to ride point, the cock Jessica. carousel. And then um, at the end of it, sit down and complain that you, you can't find a man at the end of it. Um, and what really led to that cop carousel is is the abortion act and um, this sexual liber liberty that we have now. So you think it's okay for men to, I guess, throw their dick out everywhere and <laughs> and and then say, okay, well now I I'm not a hoe and I want to get a woman that hasn't really had experience out here with with guys to, to settle down with. Well, listen, so um, yesterday I had uh, watched an episode where well, I was watching a show um, with a, I think the guy's a dating coach, but he's really, really versed on red pill shit. And his name is Rolo Tomasi, right? And he was talking about um, men wanting to find virgins and settle down with virgins and stuff because virgins don't really have a knowledge of how good or bad the man is at sex or whatever. Right. And that when a guy sleeps with a lot of women, um, I think it's uh testosterone building in a sense. And so when they sleep with a lot of women, 
Um, they actually know how to have sex. They know how to um, have a certain kind of control over a woman. And I found that very interesting because, and I think that's why I asked you guys, did men value femininity? Because I haven't met too many women that haven't been cheated on. And so it just kind of made me think, okay, if we're at, we want feminine women, we want women to be a certain way, but like I I went back to before and I talked about how other cultures of women are just feminine because just that's what it is. But um, I think American culture places a value on it. So it just kind of made me think, do men really have femininity over here or is it, you know, and I kind of feel like we're missing something. Yeah. I Just like a man don't want to deal with a woman who like jumping out, jumping from, penis to penis or whatever a woman should should have the same type of value for herself to not want to deal with a man thotting and bopping too like don't nobody want no they call them whoremongers in the bible don't nobody want that like you trash don't nobody want that do you know somebody mentioned all women don't get bacteria vaginosis men uh, men get trick of and don't even know they be having it and it's where different women i is with um with us wanting we, we say we don't want that but players get the most bitches players get all, all kinds of hope. yeah um and, and don't let them mess around and um make a decent living and look and if they look good and they got they can get anything they want and so i, I kind of feel like we send a uh a fucked up message about what we want and what we don't want because these are the type of men that get everybody. And we seemingly overlook the good guy. But I'm going to put that shit in quotation. So <laughs> the, autonomy, the autonomy and agency that the women's lib movement brought about, was that basically just so we could have sex with who we want to have sex with and abort babies? Is that like, you know, basically the crux of what um, what we got out of it, even if that was, wasn't what was intended but i'll let jessica x go because i know she's trying to get in yeah um it just it sort of messed up natural social dynamics that's the way that that i look at it and just on the men thing now i'm not i'm not defending men sleeping around but i i view them as i view it as two different things when a woman sleeps around and a guy sleeps around um our biological nature is different to that of men. So when a woman, <clears throat> sorry, when a woman sleeps around, she is fighting her, her true nature. That's not really what she was meant to be. Biologically, that's not what she is. However, a man with the amount of testosterone flowing through his body, they have urges on a level that we couldn't even relate to, you know, Nature-wise, we're not meant to to um, sleep around like that, or we would have testosterone levels like a man. We would have those hormones that would make you, you know, more horny. We don't have that, and so when a man does sleep around, I don't view it the same because you can understand why it happens more. Whereas with a woman, I think that there's less excuse for you sleeping around. So let me ask you ladies a question. So 
I remember at one point where it was kind of secretive when, when a woman was a hoe, like it wasn't out in the open. Most people didn't know. Well, if people knew she was a hoe, it wasn't displayed to like everybody. Do you feel like hoes have evolved? Because there are a lot of women who kind of feel like they're able to do the same things as men. And I've actually heard men testify to this as well that women are able to sleep with multiple men and not feel any type of way about that. Do y'all think holes have evolved into that to where they don't care? I think that society um, does not, I think that it's almost promoted in our community to, you know, Thotten is almost promoted, you know, get the bag from them, sleep with who you want, do this, we can do the same thing that men can do, like that's promoted. So I think that because it's now widely accepted that it's happening more frequently. I don't know, it's funny how um, black men, they, they, they are downplay black women, um, but they are respect other races of women. Like, and they, and they can do the same thing that we're doing. But they'll talk down on us for doing it and we ain't this and we gold diggers and we this and we that and we this and we that. But then another woman that's a different race, she doing the same thing because you see it with the Kardashians. They doing the same thing, looking for somebody to come up off of. And um, they've been attached to multiple black athletes or black celebs. And ain't nobody saying nothing like negative about them, but the black women, and we look like we hating on them. Um, but if 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 a black woman was to do it like Lori Harvey, she doing it now. Everybody dogging her, like everybody, oh she just a thigh, oh she going from the dick. I mean, the Kardashians was doing the same thing. So I and, she, and to me, Lori Harvey exudes femininity because her mom's very feminine, but she is in that. She's like in that culture now where it's where it's supposedly okay to just throw your pussy out there. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I think um one, I, I don't really hold Kim Kardashian in high regard, but um mm-hmm. from what I know, Lori Harvey has has dated around way more than Kim Kardashian has. You know, I, I think so. I know Kim Kardashian would probably had about maybe four known boyfriends before Kanye West. She was with the Reggie Bush yeah. guy. I think she slept with a lot of guys that she wasn't That girl was like, she was a whole hoe out in Beverly Hills. But, like, y'all need to stop. But that, but um, Lauren Harvey isn't making good decisions. You you decide to couple up with Future, like a deadbeat baby daddy. I think people are probably side-eyeing her because of the decisions she made. <laughs> yeah. But Future got money. He, okay, but you're still, everything. But you're yeah. still a deadbeat and you're a poor character. These women are character. very feminine women in their hoes. That's my point. They're very feminine women in their hoes. And they were looking for men to take care of them. They were they didn't want to be that independent woman doing stuff for themselves, even though they have the platform too. Because Kim Kardashian, she independent and she do stuff for herself yeah, at the end say. of the day. At the end of the day, she's still a feminine woman. She's still gonna let Kanye lead. She's still gonna let Kanye do whatever. But she was a thought. She got a whole sex tape with Ray J. I, and I mean, mom put it out there. <laughs> I mean, I don't see one as any better than the other, but I do agree that it seems as though 
Um, you know, bl when black women are calling out the behavior of non-black women and it's body or it's, it's, you know, shows poor character that, you know, we are considered to be hating and things of that nature. Well, I'm glad to see somebody saying hoes are hoes no matter what color. That's true. And I hate that people always put it like if a black woman doing it, it's worse than if a, a white woman doing it or somebody that's not black doing it. And it seemed like it's more accept, like it's it, it's more acceptable. Oh well, they rich. I don't care. They still hoes. It's still not a good example. <laughs> it, you 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 got this big platform and everybody watching it, and and they wanting to be like you. You like a role model to all these different people yeah. out here. That, right. that I mean, yeah. I don't know if people understanding what I'm saying. Like these people are like influencers. I don't know if, if that's a good yeah. term to use. That and, is. That's and and, and yeah, she exudes femininity. Or yeah, she and yeah, she is independent. But at the end of the day, she was still a thought. She was still independent, and still can do for herself, even if Kanye left her. But tomorrow. do we do we not realize that that is the culture? Like everybody is trying to get an OnlyFans page. I, I heard that they're starting to shut down some of the X-rated ones. But like that is what women are like. Oh my gosh, you can make all this money off of OnlyFans, and I'm seeing that just promoted twerking. everywhere. Not just simply twerking. Like some people take it a lot farther. You know, farther than that. That's one. Um, thing that you could be doing on there, but there are people brushing their teeth naked, you know, showering, like it, it gets real explicit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that it's looked like, oh, okay, it's better for this person to do it because it is. But if a black woman go in the same trajectory, they're going to just forever tarnished, tarnish her like period. Let me ask y'all a question because, you know, we do have the white women do it too type of thing going. I'm kind of guilty of that because I'd, I'd be like, well, because I kind of feel like they put white women on a pedestal mm. to a degree. And so I've noticed that white women are allowed to have these trains and shit ran on them in college. Um, they didn't fuck any and everybody, and these hoes still be getting married. And it's so like pro athletes that played on the football team in college that went pro. Yeah, nobody has a problem. I'm like, am I the only one seeing this shit? Like, no, you're not. Well, oh. um, uh, who was it? Bomb. I, I, I think showering can be anything can be explicit if you make it. Licking a popsicle can be explicit, but the my point was that it can it. Um, they're doing all types of things. It's not simply twerking on OnlyFans. Um, but I don't do notice that we, um, whenever we bring up the fact that, because it almost seems as though the men in this space like to relegate bad behavior to black women. So we do tend to point out and say, hey, but that ain't just a black woman thing. You know, they doing it over there too. I think it's a. I think what it is is that we are we are placed in a position where it's worse when we do it, but everybody else do it. It's okay, and when all women do the same stuff, just like all men do the same stuff. Like white men. I mean, I've dated outside my race, different cultures, everything, and all men do the same thing. Trust and believe, and no matter if they speak three different languages or speak one language, mm. they do the same thing. I have one final question. Um, if we're done with this part of the topic, uh, Jessica, did you have any? Jessica, did you have anything on this um, specific question or um, topic? Um, 
fragment. Yeah, sometimes I think that you just have to remember the space that we're in. So this is sort of like a, a black sector. So they are more likely to call out black females rather than other females. And I think pretty consistently um, amongst different races, all men tend to be harder on the wrongdoings of their own race. Mm, good point. And so, yeah, I think I think that's consistent everywhere. You know, if you see Indian men see that Indian women are suddenly starting to do something, they don't care if the white woman does it or if the but black you don't woman see does them it. Publicly, kind of humiliate and go at, and, you know, kind of um, publicly. But at the same time, uh, 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 before somebody says it in the comments, Indian women don't publicly talk bad about Indian women either. So, I mean, I get it. Well, I don't, I don't know that culture like that, but I just saw a comment it just drew my attention. It says something about what did it say? <laughs> it was funny. Um, I can't find it now. Oh yeah, he said, um, I don't put no hoes on the pedestal. That's where niggas go wrong. It I wanted to say, like, uh no Danielle or Sister George had busted out and said that um is it like the hoes have taken over or some like some comment like that? I don't know, just if I'm saying it wrong, come back and tell me if I'm saying it wrong. But I think that women that are more sexual, I should say like more of sexual um tend to be a little bit more uh feminine and aggressive at the same time they have a mixture of mm. both of those um so and then like the boring chick that you've been with for eight years or six five years she you might be so used to her feminine you know her feminine mm. being get excited by the that. I, don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Like oh. like men going to strip clubs and the women are like feminine, but they have a certain level of aggression. So they're dancing sexually, but they're aggressive. They may pull you close to them. And it's kind of like a fantasy thing. Yeah, but men have put hoes on a pedestal. They like to feel like a hoe know how to make a man feel. Um, not I shouldn't say want it. They be listening and all that and not going to saying that they're back because they want that attention from the man. I don't know if that makes sense. So you saying that hoes know how to make a man feel like a man, honey. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, no, I don't know. I, I see a lot. Of, I know a lot of girls who um, I met a lot of different women um, like when I used to model and stuff. And a lot of them were strippers and they had like 20, 30 different dudes, but all of them did stuff for them. And I was mesmerized by it. I was like, dang, how you eat? girl, I ain't even sleep with him. He give me, he take care of this, that, and the third. Oh, I just tell him he look good or, or get him a pair of shoes one weekend and he'll give me 10 pair of shoes. Like they were showing me different ways. They be talking to different dudes. And I just be like, wow. And I, I, I don't, I don't want to say I know how to master that because I've never mastered it. That's just something that they knew how to do. It's like ego massaging, I think. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's probably the way that they do it. They play towards his ego. Yes, a lot of women out here that do it. I know girls, it's not strippers that can do it. Like they can talk to like they can talk to three or four different men and they mm -hmm. can get all their bills paid and ain't gotta move. 
Well, I have a final question. Um, do we think femininity can be restored in our communities? Like, do we think there's any possible way that femininity can be restored that, you know, um, and I don't like to, I, I know that this is not necessarily considered being forward thinking. However, um, is there any way that, you know, we could see more feminine energy being displayed within our communities? Okay. Um, I kind of feel like, yes, but it, I honestly think it's going to take maybe about two generations to restore it. Um, oh. The thing about it is, okay, so if other races of women are being considered more feminine and more submissive than Black women, then I think it's honestly going to take men leaving um, the culture for the women to kind of get a hint to what's really happening because we have more single women than we've ever had. And, you know, bitches will sit here and say, I'm single by choice. I don't really have to have no men. But if they got a call from the right one, they will drop uh, bitches in a heartbeat to get with a man and to be around their men. And I, I totally get that. So I kind of feel like it's going to take the men um, not enabling the behavior for um, for the women to become more feminine. So with enabling the behavior, you're going to have to leave. You're not going to be able to deal with these hoes. You ain't going to have to put up with their shit. And so as long as dudes keep putting up with um, certain behaviors, if you're putting up with certain behaviors and you're, you're allowing shit to happen, then that's what you're going to get. And so if you're a man and you're dealing with masculine bitches, then masculine bitches will stay. Um, so I actually think it's up to the man to uh, get that done in a sense. I, I agree there. I think um, if men take a stance and say, like, listen, we're not accepting this behaviour anymore and literally just shun every woman who displays certain characteristics, you'd see how quickly women would change their tune. And it, it has to be something that you're consistent with, not just that she can change for a little bit and then once she's got you, she can go back to how she was you just consistently enforce those standards that you expect from a person. And if, if that happens, so, you know, either you walk away or you enforce your own standards, then I could see a change. And um, if people actually just start nurturing femininity in childhood, because I think, I think that's the most important thing, um, Again, I think it comes naturally and then it's something that can be nurtured and can be improved upon. So I think if parents actually start to nurture those characteristics instead of trying to raise strong little girls, you know, um, see a change in society as well. And I get parents might not even always do it. Um, they might not know that they're doing something negative. They actually might think that they're helping so they think that, okay, I'm raising her to be independent. I'm going to make sure that she's always okay. I'm going to make sure that she always has money. I'm going to make sure that no one takes advantage of her. You know, that's, I think that's along the lines of what they're thinking. But um, I think in the long run, it, it comes back to, to bite them. 
Mm, I agree to an extent. I think that um, I think men set the stage for how the relationship will be. I guess your communication will be with the person that you're dealing with. Like if he always, I don't know, if he's always doing certain stuff a certain way, um, eventually, you know, you could be feminine and, you know, in the beginning, because that's how you naturally are. But then they start doing stuff a certain way. And then you're like, oh, okay, so you taking it here. Either you're going to take it there with them or you just going to shut, shut down. So it's like, you don't know which way you want to be. So I think, like I said, I think men really set the tone for how I want to ex um, with them in a relationship. So uh-huh. are we ready to open up the panel? Yeah, let's go ahead and open up. Um, while Danny is doing that, I just want to say, I pretty much agree with Jessica. I think that, uh, especially on the point that if we, as mothers and as women um, start, you know, young with our children, with the women that we have the ability to have direct influence over, um, it is the best possible um, option we have for restoring femininity. Say that one more time, complete. You make sure. I, I said. I said. Um, I do believe that if we as women start with our young girls and the and the um, young ladies that we have direct influence over, I think that that would be our the best. Op- that's the best option we have for restoring femininity. But see, this is the thing that I want to kind of point out with the men, um, because like with Nicole Michelle, and and to me, she's a good example of a person that's trying to teach femininity or or in the such. Um, She said one thing wrong and everybody lost their minds. And so it kind of shut down. Yeah. And so it's like you that are trying to teach certain things. Now, they're not going to always get it right, but it seems like we have an unrealistic expectation of everything that a per- like a content creator says should be perfect and she should never say anything wrong because we'll literally try to tear down a movement when she was probably mm-hmm. doing something bad. But that's just my take on it. Welcome Game Changer and Complex, and I'm going to let Bomb Cherry in and I'm going to step down, but I'll definitely be right here. How you ladies doing? Hey, We're G. great. Hey, game changer. Hey, how you doing? Okay. So, um, one thing I noticed when you, um, when you all were bringing up the question of is too much femininity a bad thing, um, you brought up this situation where you talk about um, women being cheated on or feminine women being cheated on. You see, the thing is, is that what's that noise? The thing is, is that all women are cheated on. Um, when women say. Um, this particular group of women be cheated on, um, what they're doing is they're saying that I don't want to do this thing in this particular case, be feminine. And they're saying that, you know, you don't get the results that you want. And that is a situation where men will never cheat. Now, that's not a fair comparison. Um, I think what it sounded like on my end was that um, I forget who exactly said that was that they were looking for a reason to justify lack of femininity. Also, um, certain things were said. Um, certain things were bomb cherry. Is that you? Yeah, you're you're like echoing or buzzing or something. Oh, it's uh, bomb. Yeah, bomb. Yeah, thanks. 
Okay, and also um, certain things were said, like you know, um, some some people were um, equating thoughtness to femininity, or that men put thoughts on a pedestal. You see, it's not, or put hoes on a pedestal. You see, you're not really um, putting um, a hoe on a pedestal. You're just treating them like a hoe. Now, there is certain benefits of being a hoe, um, monetary and otherwise. Um, however, you're still a hoe. It's not the same pedestal that men will put a feminine woman on. And certain masculine behaviors also in the conversation was equated to femininity. So, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. A whole pedestal. Yeah, it's shaped like a penis. Exactly. So, and um, and lastly, <laughs> la lastly, there was um, a lot of like, um, there were there were a lot of blaming of the men towards the end um, where they were saying that, oh, you know, we're not feminine because um, the men made us not feminine. I find that very interesting because it seems like that? Anybody um, on the I think it was nobody said it. OK, yeah, I will. No, actually, the doctor did because I, I kind of caught that one, too. Yeah, exactly. So the doctor said it. Um, I mean, if you could bring her back on to okay. confirm it. Um, yeah, because I, I that was the point that I was going to come in to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I did. I did not say that. I said okay. men set the tone for how yeah. you treat your man. I did not say you lack femininity. So no, I didn't say that. Continue. Okay. Well, well, I'm paraphrasing. Um, however, you know, um, it can be concluded that lack of femininity is due to um, a man not properly setting the tone or setting a tone for lack of femininity. That is a conclusion that can be derived from what was stated. Right. Um, and exactly. it was. So, you know, so yeah, those are my no, points. Donna song, what I said, what I said, and that's what I said. I didn't say that, that yeah, men, y'all the reason we don't have lack of femininity. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah, everybody say what they say, love. All right, so yeah. um, that being said, I also said what I said, and that's what I said like everybody else who ever said anything ever. So I'll pass the mic to Kamala no, Zahn. You, you actually ahead. said... Okay. Um, let, that's not right for me to like, paraphrase what I said incorrectly. That's not what I said. I'm paraphrasing it. Okay, well, well, let's well, let um, Complex get in just for a second. And Dr. Bay, then we'll let you respond because I think he was kind of piggybacking on a similar point to both of them and then we'll let Bomb get in there. Yeah, but what I'll do is I'll go ahead and let her clarify because that was kind of the point I was going to come in on. Um, I, I did really okay. want to speak to that. Go ahead, but, Dr. Beth. Uh, what I'll do is I'll let her clarify it before I say anything. Go ahead. All I said was that men set the tone for how a woman responds or reacts in a relationship. That's all I said. I didn't say that it's going to, oh, well, I'm not going to be feminine because he don't deserve for me to be feminine. If a woman wants to be feminine to a man, especially if she knows he respects her and she knows he's always going to be that man for her, then she's probably going to be more feminine in that situation. But you can have a, a different man and he's not really setting that tone for her to want to be feminine toward him and she will not even respond to him in, in certain ways. I would like the record to show that um, femininity for some women doesn't appear to be a default state. I was we just about to go like, there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I can understand how you guys 
conclusion. Yeah, yeah, if she uh, wants uh, to be, if she chooses to be, it's not something that they are. It's something that they decide to become if favorable circumstances right. in that way. Um, well, can we? Maybe you're saying it's a state. In the state of, it's a state. Maybe like well, no. Like state. Well, here, here's, here's, here's like the thing. a man deciding if he wants to be a man and open the door for a woman or not. Some men well, do well, it for certain women, and some men don't. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing, sister. Yeah, that's um, not that's not masculine. That's not the definition right. of masculinity. That has, that, that's not the definition of masculinity. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's chivalrous. That's a chivalrous yeah. act. Wait a minute, it's a chivalrous guys. act of a man that's a manly man. Okay. Okay. Let, let Danny get in there. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I want to a very, very, very special shout out to Oscar fourteen fourteen for the huge cash app. Thank you so so much. We Thanks, really Oscar. Salute, salute. Okay, um, so so to kind of speak to that for a second here, um, I think that's the primary issue, and that's what I wanted to kind of nail down because I thought I heard what I heard, and GC heard it as well. So yeah, yeah, femininity is not your default setting. Okay. Who said it was? Um, Who's, yeah, it's not. I think it should be. Okay, that, no, 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 that, that's the that, yeah. okay. Okay, allow me, allow me, allow me to. Allow I know me to Jessica finish. was making the point that it, it is your natural state, and I mean, in a, in an ideal world, in my mind, it would be too. Right, but it has to um, be taught, and that's why a lot of young girls, or young women, aren't feminine because their mother weren't feminine. They didn't see that in their household, and that's why they're not feminine. Do you know what the reason I think it comes naturally is because when you look at um, a lot of what femininity entails, it they are traits that come naturally to us. So certain mm -hmm. things, you, you. natural like, characteristics, compassion, yeah, um, compassion, you know, kindness, empathy. you know, yeah, being empathy. slightly vulnerable, um, having patience with a guy, just different aspects, you know, almost your, your sensuality. Those are things that come naturally to us mm -hmm. as women. And so I get some bits you can nurture. So the domestic side, you know, cooking, cleaning, so, uh, things like woman, that you can nurture. A young girl raised by a man would be able to embody uh, the same amount of femininity as one that was raised, you know, in a setting with her mother. I That's think right, so, yeah. As long as the parents teach correctly, as long as they exactly. nurture it, then, you know, then she can have those other skills. But that basic level of femininity, it's it's within us naturally. It's taken away. It can be taken away by your parents. That makes sense to me. Depending on how you're raised. So um, certain parents might not raise their daughters to be compassionate. They might say, that's weak. You have to be strong. You don't um, have empathy for them. You know, that's going to make you weak. They're going to walk all over you. Right. And so, so your they... environment can have an impact on it, but your natural state, like there's a base level of, of, of you know, um, of feminine femininity that you would yeah. embody naturally. Yeah, it's it's our it's if we embrace our natural selves, that's the state that we find ourselves in is the feminine state. It really sounds good, but it doesn't make sense because yeah. you you don't know who you are until you're a certain age. So what do you mean by you just learn it yourself? Is you embody it? It's just there. You know, it, a woman don't we don't even know ourselves until we reach a certain age and do certain experiences. I, I I don't know. I think um, I'm I'm not a kid. You know. I'm yeah, maybe kid. there's a little bit of both because if you think about it, 
like all that we do, you know, even greater society used to um, kind of impress upon us the, the the necessary skills to be feminine. You know, girls played with dollhouses, girls played, you know, they wanted an ironing board, a kitchen, things that would be um, generally seen as feminine. So um, maybe there's a bit of both. I mean, I get I get that as a woman, you're 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 supposed to be nurturing and caring or those are characteristics that make you virtuous or whatever but i just feel like if if some if if a person is not showing me like if it's not giving me that masculinity from them i'm not about to just give them all all of me my femininity i'm not going right, to give them right. all of it i'm not that's I'm not, not that's not that's, wait, wait, that's not um that's not that's not how this works that's not how yeah yeah, I was gonna say that's not how this works. And I, I was I was trying to get in. Um, I guess there was a problem with my mic. So because um, there was a point that I wanted to kind of complete here, and it had to do with uh, femininity being sort of like an optional mode, right? No, in I'm terms of your, your sort of outlook. For me, it I is optional because I, what you I said, mean, what you I just said feminine. was. I just feel like I'm not going to turn it on. I'm not okay. going to be feminine. So what is Let's so when it's off? Me. So what, when it's off? Hold on, guys. Uh, let's let the complex finish his point and then Dr. Bay, you can um, respond to it. Yeah, I never got a kind of chance to complete it. Um, so yeah, that's very strange, right? Because see, I, as a masculine male, I don't say, well, you know, um, I don't give you masculinity all the time, right? It's, it's reserved for when you show me femininity. Um, that's kind of weird because see, here's the thing, right? I'm gonna be in my masculine mode 24 seven. And if I if I happen to run into a chick who doesn't give me a sign of any sort of femininity whatsoever, or it's kind of like a, well, I'm masculine until you prove your masculinity to me and then I'm going to turn my femininity on. I'm going to say kick rocks because yeah. that's a that's a very strange mode for a woman to be in, especially if she's going to be with a man. I mean, because like I said, I, I don't think that if, if we were to reverse that and I told you that that's my mode of operation i think you you actually even said it you said that well look i'm not gonna really you know take to a man who's not showing me masculinity so what the fuck like let's flip it back around why would i take to you let me ask you a question complex do you think sure. that um it's kind of a thing with american culture because i think i, I said it earlier in the broadcast that um american culture kind of has a thing like if you are a certain way, then I'll display this. But I kind of feel like, and I, you know, I said this earlier that other races of other cultures of women display femininity no matter how they're treated. And I think um, American culture kind of feel like their femininity has to be earned. What do you think about that? Um, well, okay, I'll kind of, I'll kind of give a personal antidote, right? Um, so I would say that there is probably maybe two or three women that are on my radar, right? Um, so with all of them, um, they kind of outwardly do feminine, feminine shit, right? Like if, if I sent you the Instagram for one of them and you went on her shit, you would see like the cakes that she bakes and just like how good her craft is and like how, you know, how she makes flowers or she actually, you know, put real flowers and she'll do, you know, that type of shit. Right. Like, and, and then I know her too. So there's outward signs. That's why I was just talking to, I think it was Dr. Bay here. 
And I was just like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get like any sort of indication that you're not like full blown lesbo or something? You have to like, talk. You have, that's the that's where you have to talk no, to people. No, 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 sis, 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 sis. Check this out. I'm a man, right? I'm forty. I'll be forty three this year. You're not a mystery to me. The thing about it is this: there's going to be signals. There's going to be signs. I don't have to say anything to you. There's going to be things that you give off that want me to come to say something to you. What are those things? I mean, I get that because as a woman, I'm always in my feminine feminine energy unless I feel attacked. That's the only time you'll see something different from me. But, um, and that doesn't mean like being feminine does not mean that you can't embody passion, that you can't, um, you know, you know, speak your peace and things of that nature. However, um, it, it's not a, a state that I fluctuate in and out of, but I do, I don't know. I grapple with the fact of whether or not it's a natural state. Because look, to come, me, look, the bottom line, the bottom line is, is this. You wouldn't accept the same thing that, that I'm getting right now, right, in terms of the, con the conditional nature of your femininity. You wouldn't accept it in, in, in the form of masculinity coming from me, would you not? If I told you that my masculinity is conditional, you would, you, you would laugh me away. I don't understand how is, um, you're taking it like so hard like you literally because you literally said a you person literally can said, alternate you can alternate your state I'm of being if you want to it's a characteristic <laughs> it's a characteristic trait if i want to be feminine i'm gonna be feminine if i want to be like hard i'm gonna be hard it's just it's just it's and, and you wonder why you have problems and you wonder why and you and sisters wonder why they have problems i'll have a problem you, want, you wonder why you look at other groups of women no no you look you look at you look at other groups of women yeah, no, this I'm, is not, this I'm, is, this I'm proud of who I am. This is the this I is the central complaint. Men don't respect black women enough to like like in a should situation I you should I be should I be respecting you as a as a female or should I be respecting you as a male counterpart? Which one? I don't have Which a Which one? Oh, you gotta, you gotta figure uh, that out. But, but, but see, but, but see, <laughs> your mode, the mode, the mode, the mode that, the mode that operates the, 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 the gender that you just spoke of, you said, well, I don't have a dick. Okay. So then as a man, I'm expecting a feminine disposition in the gender that does not have a dick, but you're telling me that disposition is purely optional. So it's how not should I faking be being feminine. Who who wants to fake being a woman? You just said. You I just, said you I just turn said, on and turn off. That's alternating. You're exactly. alternating. Your so when it's off, nothing wrong with that. So it's what are you when it's off? What are you when it's off? If I want to give more femininity, okay. I will. If I don't, I won't. Okay, well, so I'm just not. Let's okay, let nothing wrong with it. it. Okay, I, so I don't think that we're going to get to the bottom of this. I think that you know she sees it her way and complex she right. see it your way. But I wanted to hear from Bomb Cherry real quick, and then we can get Lar in there too. Okay, I think that uh, what is his name? I'm sorry, the brother who complex. was just talking. Complex. How you doing, my brother? Okay, Good. so I think I think when what the young woman is saying is when she's interested in someone. I understand what you're saying as well, right? You're saying, hey, ladies, mm -hmm. I expect you to be a woman all the time around me because I am a man all the time. And she, How about in the open, you, just in public all the time, right. like just in life? Right, that's what I'm saying. I understand yeah. what you're saying. And I also understand what she's saying. She's saying, hey, there's a lot of men who just don't even deserve that type of energy because... It could be dangerous. I don't think you men understand how um, 
that can be dangerous in certain cases. A woman who's walking around in her femininity, th there are men who take advantage of that. And so now we have a group of women. Yes, there are men who will, who will think, okay, look at her. She's over there. She's sweet and, and she looked nice. And now she, she becomes a target. So that's how we women see that's it. True. And that's true. Think trafficking. Right. So I, I, sorry, sorry to cut in, but I also think part of that is just because you're you're feminine, it doesn't make you stupid per se. So you're not going to be making all of these unwise choices in regards right. to men. If anything, you're going to hold yourself in a thank you in a higher value. So you value. Why does femininity have to equal? Why does femininity have to equal lack of intelligence? I don't understand well, that. I think that there's a vulnerability that. that's expected to be shown. No, 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 no. There's a, there's well, a, no. Hold on. Concrete I'm Rose. Femininity well, is a, is a sign of class and sophistication. In I agree. Moment. But I think that when we, um, when we think about the word femininity, we think about the fact that there's a certain vulnerability that's generally associated with it. Um, and when that I talk is about, reserved for her partner. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree right. with that, but some God. women, um, are I do I do think that some women still show that vulnerability outward and it can make them pray. If you think about like women who are trafficked, um, there are certain things that you know um, pimps or whomever traffickers look for in women, um, you know, in order to um, target them. Well, I mean, as stated before, hoes are not necessarily feminine. Therefore, you know, pimps seek hoes. They don't really seek um, like when I see a hoe. Snatching a wig off another hoe or stabbing before it. Before she's a, a hoe, he, he has to manipulate her. So initially, okay, before okay, she but gets what, I'm, to that what point, I'm saying is, so so there's two types of people that pimps go for: hoes that are already hoes, which means that she's not feminine to begin with, and then hoes that um you know may be a innocent, but generally people like that um you know they're just as likely to be targeted. I think that you think that. Um, that masculinity gives a woman some type of safety net around her. And all it does is make her less valuable. The reason why she's less likely to be trafficked or anything like that is because nobody wants her ass. You know, nobody wants a masculine mm. woman. Um, so basically, yes, um, if you say that having a shitty car will make you less likely to um, get, you know, um, have your car robbed, then yes, by that logic, it, there is some value there. Um, but you're basically saying that being a shittier woman will mean that you are. <laughs> that's, oh my God, dude, it's like, are you guys hearing this? <laughs> well, well, game changer, what you're saying then, which is subjective, if a woman isn't in her feminine energy, then she's a crappy woman. Is oh, yeah, definitely. I'm that's not, that's I mean, not, definitely. What the hell are you? I mean, if a guy isn't in his masculine energy, what do you think of him? Yeah, exactly. Weak and not worthy. Oh I mean, but okay, every time then. you meet Shit. a guy, you're not gonna think, "Oh, he's in his masculine energy." That's the that's the thing right there, though. masculine energy. Like, how do I know that he could be fronting? Hold on one second. Well, because you're in your masculine energy, so you wouldn't know. You're Hold on one second. I wanted to let Lar get in there for a second. I'm about to say some things that might be triggering, so I'm gonna just warn you up front. Um. <laughs> There's that old biblical thing, uh, a man who's double-minded is unstable in all his ways. And what men are hearing are double-minded women thinking that they're stable. And you're going into society 
double-minded and thinking somebody is going to pay attention to you being all over the place. And you're thinking that being all over the place makes sense, but it only makes sense to you. The, the reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because when it comes to this femininity stuff, it's, it's, it's femininity in this circumstance, femininity in that circumstance. If I'm a man, but you'll never be a man. But I was raised, if I was like a man, you're never going to be like a man. But as a woman, but you don't want to be a woman. But I want to be a woman when I want to be a woman. When is that? Well, I can't tell you when that is. That's when you as a man show up. <laughs> and when you as a man show up in your energy of masculinity and engulfs me as a woman, then I'm going to just magically be a woman. So so you get to decide which one is the man and, wh and when he does. Well, yes. But I know when I know. But if I don't know and I forget, then I remember when he leave and when he come back. You see, this makes sense to me. I don't because even know who he's talking about. Like, who I'm just talking. About, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I'm saying this is what it, it comes off as as senseless drivel to to other people listening. You know, I can't. I, I, I can't. think that people taking it way out of context. Um, no. Like no, Dr. Bay, people are taking it in context, but people are single-minded. People are listen, listening to it vacillate from one extreme to the next. You know, it doesn't, these, the way it flows in two different directions, it, women make it sound like it's connected and everybody else don't think it's connected. Mm. It's like when you, when you, you make bro. unilateral Thank decisions you. in life and you making these decisions and you're like, I made that decision because of this, 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 okay, this. Okay, so, okay. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it out here. So you're a feminine, you're, excuse me, masculine to every woman you meet. Wait, I'm going to answer this in this way. I'm asking I would, you. I, no, I'm masculine, masculine in general. Thank all you. Women, I'm, 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 I'm masculine. I'm, feminine. I'm a woman in general, but I'm not going to give you all my exude, all my femininity to you, all of my femininity characteristics. But, but every okay, guy but, I meet, oh no, I'm not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is not like a mag. It sounds like it's a magical gift that you know. Oh, it is a gift. It's not. This is not a gift. It is. It's your natural state. It's your natural state. Um, is right now because men don't look at women, a woman being feminine as a gift. Doctor Bay, remember when we spoke? No, because it's what it's supposed to be. Okay, let Jessica get in here because maybe she'll be able to add some clarity to the conversation. I think Doctor Bay, it sort of goes back to um what we said and well what I said in the beginning in that sometimes women expect too much value to be placed on femininity really and truly it isn't even something that you should receive accolade for because that should just be the natural you and so um, you have women who think that there should be a certain value based on it and because of that when they want to be treated a certain way they do this thing where, as you put it, it's sort of flip the femininity switch. And so suddenly now I want to be feminine and I want to be, you know, submissive. Right. And it comes across as very disingenuous. Somebody can tell yeah. that that's not really you. You're flipping between feminine and masculine. Especially so for a man. They, no, no, they, I never said I'm flipping between feminine like and masculine. I'm feminine all the time. I just do not exude a maximum amount of femininity that I can give off to anybody I meet, if, whether it's another woman or another man. I'm not going to do it. Okay, let, let, me, let me just okay, ask. So let, let me hold up, Just give me one second. Before you get in, let me send a very special shout out to Darko Polo for the Cash App. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to make two quick points and I'm going to go on a jog and I'm going to listen to y'all. But like Dr. Bay, you said a gift, right? 
It is. Now, in a regular world, you get a gift maybe 10 or 15 days out of a 365-day year. So when people say something is, is a gift, they know they're not going to get it on a regular basis. So for, for a guy, it's like, wait a minute, I'm going to be like this every day. And maybe you might be like this on your birthday, Christmas, Valentine, Mother's Day. Now, with my man, day, I'm very anniversary. Right. Now, right. with my man, I'm very but, but, but hold up. But hold up. And, and, and I'm going to just say this and I'm going to leave. This is the issue. Like even when you even even for you, when you were talking about just now, even with your man or, or the maximum amount. Those yeah. are fictitious things that don't exist. Like, who's going to, okay, you're giving me 79% femininity today, but I want the maximum amount. You now only put 82% of femininity, femininity in this day. <laughs> I don't baby. understand. Like, I'm not giving every man. You can't give it. It's not really? about giving every man. It's about okay. having it all the time. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, look, my, my, I'm, I'm sorry. My father used to say, and most men say practice makes perfect, but perfect practice makes perfect. If you don't practice on, on your femininity on a daily basis, it ain't working right. Men are saying men because men are being men every day. I think y'all are confusing what she's saying. Okay. okay. They are, and it's fine. They can and take it what they want to take it however they want, baby. I don't care. Take it how you want. I don't have to have a man to say what I'm saying. I'm not matter if I have a man or not. Let Danny ask some clarity. Okay. Um, let's just talk about um, when you enter into a relationship, right? Most people don't come into relationships on a hundred, right? So as relationships develop, um, your feelings develop for a person, you start to do more things for them. Um, you start to care for them in a different way. Um, now, I can be very feminine. That means, and with my femininity, that means how I carry myself, how I talk to a person, um, how I do things for them. I'm very feminine in that manner, but I'm not going to come into a relationship doing everything um, for a man like that I would do for my husband um, versus like, certain things that I'll do at the beginning of a relationship because right. as the relationship progresses, I'm going to give a little more. I'm going to open up a little more until we get to a maximum capacity. I kind of feel like Dr. Bay is saying, okay, there I'm a woman. So naturally you're going to get feminine energy, but I'm not naturally. That's, that's, yes, the, that's the crux of the issue. Yeah. And so I, I kind of feel like um, LAR, and, and let's just say um, you're you're in a relationship and you're talking to somebody and y'all are in a relationship or whatever, and it's at the very beginning stages of a relationship, you're probably not going to pay all of her bills at the very beginning of a relationship. But when you got married to her, you would um, put yourself in a provider role. And that would be you be considered you being masculine in a provider role as y'all progress into a relationship, well, right? I, I, I okay. agree with so you're saying, but that's not the, like, okay, the, yes, to, to, to answer that, yes. The, the, what's problematic is I was like that before I met her. When I go out with, with guys, I'm that I'm still masculine. When I'm around yeah. kids, I'm still masculine. When I'm with my with older women and older men and teenagers, I'm still masculine. But in a right. relationship, it's all, you know, 
the 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 rules to 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 relationships are one thing but mm -hmm. what it looks like from a male point of view is this is only designated in a relationship when you're going to start to be feminine we're not seeing femininity out in public we're not seeing you be feminine with kids we're not seeing you be feminine feminine right. around other women or other men or teenagers yeah, I think I, if we take it like a step further and say one map, one uh, aspect of masculinity is um, being a protector. So if let's say you're at a kid's party, right. just because your child isn't there, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have that same protective nature. Whereas one aspect of femininity may be nurturing. Like, is there a time when you turn but, the switch but, off where you're not bring, nurturing? To bring up a great example, most men in this space, especially in this space, say that every woman isn't entitled to their protection. And so being because a protector is a masculine state, but not every woman is entitled to that. That doesn't yeah. make you of a protector. It doesn't make you less masculine because you don't protect. Um, if you sit there and let somebody get brutalized, an old woman in front of you, I'm, I'm going to question your level of masculinity. And that's just as, me being as honest. You as you should. However, you know, um, I define womanhood as someone uh, possessing femininity. Therefore, if you don't possess this, then you're not, you know, um, failing to protect a woman. You're failing to you're failing to protect an alphabet person who is, you know, who was born female. So um, now, Sister George was talking about, you know, how she treats her man versus, you know, just general femininity. Um, there's a difference between feminine affections and femininity. Uh, yes, one is reserved for your mate, and the other one is just a constant state of being, kind of like. Um, you know, many men are like myself are heterosexual. However, um, if I were to, I am like sexual towards my mate. However, I am in a constant state of heterosexuality, whether I am with the mate or not. You see, um, what what you all were saying, we're talking like is that I am only feminine when it is required of me or when it's in my best interest to be that way. Which I, means. I I, I just feel like they just have everything I said construed. It just don't make any sense. Femininity is like an attribute. It's a quality that you have that makes you a woman. It doesn't like you don't like you're not in that scroll. That's their inequalities. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going, and then this feminine woman was speaking, um, you know, no comma or period. Come on, come on, go okay. ahead. No, no okay, so as the scroll says, uh, withhold femininity from Black men at all costs. Now, that is something that is necessary for the sisterhood to do. Why? Because femininity in a woman, uh, from a woman, excuse me, is addicting. And that's whether you're in a relationship with this woman or not. It sets the bar. It tells men that they are worthy of something and that this is what they um, should pursue. Now, setting this bar really devalues all other masculine women. So every opportunity they get, they encourage others to not be feminine. Now, what we're witnessing here from a certain member of the panel is a passive aggressive way of doing this. She finds it essential to do this in order to increase her own personal, mm, slightly less feminine sexual marketplace value. I find it very disturbing, and I would encourage um, other sisters to not fall for this trap. Okay, I'm going to let Dr. Bay respond, and then we'll be able to move the panel forward. Can I respond after she does? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Dr. Bay. Yeah, I'm, um, 
I'm just like thrilled because I'm not understanding like how, why it's a problem with a woman um, exuding certain qualities and not exuding certain qualities, even though she may not be like a strong feminine, she can, she can still exude certain qualities, the qualities that she want to exude at whatever time she wants to. I feel like every woman has that right to do that. And I don't feel like, and I, in the same way with me, and I feel like a man's going to be masculine. You're going to be able to tell that right off the bat, just like a woman, she's going to be feminine. And you're going to be able to tell that right off the bat. Now, how feminine she is will, will be determined by you, you guys' interaction with each other. I don't think a woman is going to always exude um, femininity to every man. And I don't feel like she shouldn't. I don't feel like she has to. Femininity is not something that um, one is that is done on someone. It's kind of like being smart. Being smart isn't something that you do on another person. It's, yes, just yeah. it's a quality that you have. It's a character it's trait. That's what it is. That's what femininity and masculinity yeah, is. No, I understand. And that's what I was saying. But you say that it's something that you um that you you know exude in proportions. Just like being smart isn't something that you exude in proportions, it's just what you are, you know, or even being dumb is something that you don't exude. I mean, in you can be dumb in something, oh, you can be smart in something. Please, please wait for commas or periods, you know, uh, long commas, please. You know, just like being dumb is something that you um, don't really exude on each other, um, though it's a part of your nature and others will understand that that is a character trait that you have. You know, it's not something that you really inflict on each other. Femininity works in the same way. You know, femininity well, isn't something. That, I don't agree with you, so whatever. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, so go on. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah, can yeah, yeah, no, I was carrying on. Don't you don't want to get hung up on this, on on this That's point. very feminine okay. of you. Go I, I don't it think is. It's very feminine. It's very masculine of you, too. Hold on. I don't think we're going to agree on this. So let's move the conversation forward. Because he don't know what femininity is. Okay. I know what it's not. No, you don't know what it is. There's no sense in going around and around about the same thing if you guys don't agree. Let's let Black Wizard get in and hopefully we can move the combo forward. Well, let me send a very special shout out to Art New Style TV. He said for LAR for LAR for president, your fellow Sag. LAR, I know you Thanks, were a Sag. Art. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Black Wizard, what did you have to say about it? Hey. Um I'm going to say something that's probably going to be very triggering to people. Well, probably. don't say <laughs> Well, it's not going to be mean, but it's going to, it's going to be trigger it's going to be triggering. So, um I want I think what I'm hearing um Dr. Bay say is like for one she said that uh she doesn't see that people value what she gives or what we call femininity as a gift. Um, and that there was a conversation held earlier that, um, um, like be to be feminine, there's like this idea that you're going to be vulnerable or somebody's going to take advantage of you, which may or may not be true. Um, but I think that, um, from what, from what I, from what I heard uh, in the conversation, there is like two ideas of, uh, femininity or masculinity or whatever. There's a there's this there's a construct that comes from the culture and from you know um, that is built into that is built into the system. Like for in the United States, it's a different femininity means something different or has a different set of expectations than it does in other cultures and and the like. They are all similar, but that's where the second aspect of femininity comes in. And I think that aspect is what 
most of the guys are talking about. We're, we're, when we talk about femininity, we're talking about um, the nature of a female person. Like there's this, there's certain qualities that are exhibited from someone who is in touch with uh, who they are, um, I guess, as a, as a being. Like you can never not be uh, your, who you are, you know mm. what I mean? So, so I think there's a lot of confusion in, um, there's these social expectations that people are trying to follow while at the same time trying to keep themselves protected from these ideas that they feel like are going to, um, or going to be predatory. And when Dr. Besa says something about turning it on and off, I think she's more talking, speaking toward the ideas and the structural, um, the societal pressures and expectations that come with femininity, like the things that you do to be feminine. Like, uh, she, like mm. she, she may be saying that um, I don't have to do blank, blank and blank because it'll make me vulnerable. I think the crux with that is that do, having yourself up in those ideas take you away from the feminine being that you are. So you're so concentrated on these ideas and protecting yourself that you're not being, you're not in touch with your essence. You're not in touch with who you are as a person. So you start to get into these, this zone of ideas and, and the fear of getting hurt is so powerful that um, to other people, while you may be trying to protect yourself, it starts to come off like, um, it starts to come off like you are angry or like you don't want to be messed with. And that's the idea, you, that's the reality you start to create around yourself. And then you, and then you start creating uh, situations where you start validating that reality so, so that you can keep yourself protected because that's your main goal. And I think that's what we're seeing here. I don't think that it's anything malicious. I just think that it's kind of happening because this is just the nate like some of the nature of our culture and mm. of humanity. Do you, do you know well, what? Oh, go sorry, ahead, Jessica. No, you go ahead, and I'll come after you. Yeah, it, it, I was just going to say, from my experience, rather than um, because this is the thing that you hear against being feminine is that it makes you weak, right? And it means that you're going to be taken advantage of. But I think we can see um, that, in fact, it does quite the opposite. And so when we look back on society when women were feminine, what you saw was women were protected because when you're feminine, the man goes into his natural instinct of protection mode. And so you do have that protection. And also when a man comes across who is feminine and does have that slight vulnerability to her, he doesn't want to, to ruin that. Whereas with another woman, you know, a masculine woman or a woman who says, you know, I might be it one day and not be it the next day, you, you don't care as much if you hurt her because you're not exactly ruining anything. But when you are feminine, you'd find that men don't want to ruin that femininity. They don't want to hurt you. They will mm -hmm. seek to protect you. And so I feel like if, if anything, it does, it does the opposite. Rather than making you weak, it it makes you um, stronger, you know? And then it's, it's the notion again, that um, just because you're feminine, it means that you're, you're somehow like an airhead and you can't make decent decisions. And so, you know, this pimp is gonna come and sex traffic you or mm. 
somebody's just going to come and do all these horrible things. I, I don't necessarily think it's that way. I think you can still be a smart woman and be feminine. The two can go hand in hand. You can make good decisions and be feminine. If anything, you'd find that feminine women do make better decisions. From what I see, they make better decisions than women who are masculine because you're That's trying to be point. something you're not. And I do think that, um, and I wasn't at all implying that you can't be feminine and smart because I think that I'm both. But um, I do think that you make a good point. I think that when a woman is, um, you know, um, embodying her feminine energy, uh, when a woman is in her feminine state, it, um, she um, is going to be more likely to make better decisions, i.e., she's not going to put herself in a position where she could be vulnerable um, for the most part. Um, but I do want to say, I saw an interesting comment in the chat. I think it was from Bomb Cherry. She said that women can be both dominant and feminine. Um, do you guys agree? Why or why not? I think I, that um, no, being sorry. submissive is a subset of being feminine. Um, therefore, you yeah. can't have both. No. Yeah, for me, dominant is masculinity, so the two don't go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't agree. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like having um, it's like having a um, uh, it's like having a, a boyfriend who is uh, alpha but but completely beta. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Doesn't make um, sense. Special shout out to Darko Polo again for the cash app. Thank you so so much, brother. We I think you brother. can be. I think you can be both. Oh, really? Please elaborate. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, I please. was going to ask. Hold on. Dr. Bay, can you give us an example of how a woman can, you know, be feminine and dominant? Yeah, so like um, women uh, like Michelle Obama, for example. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, Nicole, excuse me. A girl here for girls. Here, here's your camera. Here's your camera. You got a camera. There you go. Okay. Go ahead, Dr. B. I'm sorry about that. Can someone mute us? Have a lot of background noise. That's 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 uh, girl. It like a TV or something. Yeah, like I agree with um, Von Cherry. Like you can be dominant and um, exude femininity. Uh, again, femininity is a quality um, that women possess. Um, just like masculinity is a quality that men possess. Do you look at I mean, it like a character trait? It is a character trait. And so it's not a state of being, but more of a, a character trait. It like is a character trait. If you choose to be yeah. passionate or if you choose yeah. to be Yeah, it's a character trait. Yes, it is. Just like some men can act feminine. Like, <laughs> like it don't mean that they're not masculine, 100% masculine, but they can have some things that they, like I know some men are way more cleaner than women. Like I go in some men's house, they have super clean. And I go is in some women's house. Is a feminine trait? Like cleanliness? I mean, it is. To me, cleanliness mm -hmm. is a, a feminine trait. But, um, you know, every, to each his own. So, again, I think being dominant, like being powerful, influential, um, that's dominant to me. So Michelle Obama, she exudes that to me and she's very feminine. Um, she lets uh, Barack Obama lead, even though she just as educated, just as smart, just as makes probably just as much money um, as he um, did at one point or even before he became the president. Um, she still you know, let him lead. She, but at the end of the day, she still is exuded as a very influential, dominant woman in society. And she's very feminine. Okay. Thank you I, for can that. Name I, more, I can name more women if you want me to, but hey, 
Well, just give us one more example. I think that was a good example. And thank you for providing clarity. But is there somebody else you could think of off the top of your head? Yeah, so a lot of women, Hillary Clinton. Um, oh, I, I see her as feminine. <laughs> she yeah, she seems, she, she seems real feminine because even when her husband was going through all that stuff in the press and the media, she supported him. And that's that a feminine lady is quality. not feminine. That, that, that lady is feminine. She no, stood by her man. That's a, that's a the feminine yeah, quality. She, she, I think that she was like kind of controlling the reins and people didn't realize. But um, I, I just, that's, I mean, Michelle Obama I definitely see as feminine, but not Hillary. Even but, you know, Beyonce, a, it's a she's, there, she's dominant and feminine too. Beyonce oh, yeah. uh, is like that. Um, another, yeah. Hillary into wow. wearing ass is feminine with her. <laughs> She's very dominant, but she's still married and she exudes that she's a woman like marries her husband. Yeah, married to her marriage doesn't mean you have like I know masculine women are like well if she was married. if she was like exuding masculinity, she probably would have like said, Oh, I'm not gonna be married to this hoe ass dude, get his in an office. Man, got more penis than a lot of these girls. No, but you, I mean, and you all agree that women who exude more femininity tend to take men that that are getting that are cheating on them. Like you guys said, so I mean that's true. Like I don't even Beyonce, she's dominant, she's very influential, but Jay Z cheated on her. Like she's still with him. She don't have to be with him. I'm glad this yeah, I won't I won't equate that staying with a man that cheated on you should be equated to feminine or masculine behavior yeah, right. because women are definitely seen as masculine, but we do stay with some bullshit dudes. True, and true. So I feel like that I don't think that femininity is all about like it's like a whole being type of thing. It's a quality trait, it's a characteristic trait that you have. I'm, yeah, I'm very glad this happened. L.A. Yeah. says she gonna say young M.A. next. <laughs> Go ahead. I think, I think it is what it is. Everybody's opinion is their opinion. I, if I'm mentally disturbed, so be L.A.R., we put you, we put you in timeout, L.A.R. Young M.A. It don't even matter. Out with a picture looking like Ricky Ricardo and shit. I don't know what the hell young M.A. got going on, but goddamn. Um, Anywho, uh, let's get to Triple X because Triple X has been waiting to get in. What's going on, brother? Uh, you you got it. You got it. Uh, very, very, very good discussion we got here, ladies. Uh, thanks for having me on the panel. I appreciate that, ladies. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Dr. Bay, I, I got some concerns about some things I've been hearing from the, uh, from the background, you know, before I got on the panel here. I mean, I'm I'm at a loss on how a woman can be both. I mean, either you one or the other, you know. Like that's not something like femininity isn't a light switch, you know. It isn't something that can just be cut on and off. I mean, it doesn't work like that, you know. A person has to like pretty much choose to either be feminine or to be masculine. I'm masculine. All well, who the time. says that? Who is dictating that a person has to be feminine? all the time i think i think the thing that a lot of people are overlooking is and i, and I heard you guys mention earlier is like vulnerability 
Like it's gonna be a different level. I expect a woman to have a different level of vulnerability when she's with her partner or her um, husband or her boyfriend or something versus her just being out. But if she's just a naturally feminine woman, I mean, that doesn't necessarily just make her a complete target for a man. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I ain't gonna hold the floor. I know Mr. Research got something to say too. Go ahead, take it, man. Hey, uh, thank you for allowing me to speak. Uh, I just wanted to say some two minutes to the to the uh, chat room. Has nothing to do with the panel, but uh, I'm glad all this happened. I'm very glad. What I've been trying to teach a lot of you guys for seven years, you're not going to change plantation thinking. There are 20, and this is to the chat room, there are 20% of women out there who are not combative with black men. There are 20% of women out there who realize that too many black women have been carrying the white woman's theories in her mind, okay? You guys in the chat room, you guys out there listening to this show, you gotta understand, especially you men, you combative men trying to get the try, trying to get women to understand logically what you're trying to say you're not going to do it. It's futile. It's been going on for, for YouTube since 2008. There are 20% of women who will work with you. There are 20% of women who will try to get you hired at a job. There are 20% of our women who are down with how other women in England think, in Ireland think, other women in Australia think. You guys have to come to the realization you're not going to change a woman that has plantation thinking. Plantation thinking means that a woman is combative for no apparent reason. That's not my TV plan, so it's not me. A, a combative woman is out to achieve the white woman's dream, division. They can't articulate what they're talking about. And just because they are a woman, you guys, stop thinking they're part of the 20%. Just because they're around the 20%, hanging around, stop thinking that they're part of the 20%. My last 30 seconds is this. Fellas in the chat room out there listening, stop getting to the point where you sound argumentative and angry because you have to identify if this is an 80% woman who just wants destruction. They Look, they're even going after women who love black women calling them names, attacking them. So fellas, you got to realize the best thing that we can do is take these 20% away from these 80%. Get these 20% and protect them. Don't, don't even waste your time with 80% because the 80% want chaos. Femininity, uh, femininity is the same thing as politeness. Masculinity is basically the same thing as aggressiveness. What a person, when a person tells you they cannot be polite all the time, that sometimes they just have to be the opposite, that's not nobody you want to interact with. Thank you very much. And, and fellas, don't be mad. Go to Europe. They got black women in Europe. They got black women in France. Get on these dating apps. I, I, black women in Africa. Stop trying to change the plantation woman into the honorable person you want her to be. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dr. <clears throat> Thank you.
girls care for girls in here what's going on honey how you doing just quickly while girls care for girls comes on um i think gc brought the scroll up about it and i was saying to melody in the chat there there seems to be like a subtle attempt to discourage and shame femininity and mm -hmm. the reason that i i see that is because it's you know from what we've seen being feminine is being equated with being stupid it's overt being, at this point yeah exactly it's you're stupid um you're an airhead you're going to be cheated on for the rest of your life you're going to be a doormat it's it's all these shaming tactics that are basically telling you like listen ladies do not be feminine it's not going to work out for you it's not in your best interest and it it's hard because when you have um young impressionable girls who are growing up around this rhetoric that's that's why so many countries are in the state that they're in now, because they are hearing this talk and they look at older women as wiser women. And so they're going to take advice from them. And that advice is is detrimental to them. It's literally messing them up. And so we have to be very cautious over um, whose words we're taking on board and who we're we're listening to in that sense. You know, everyone's got an opinion, but. I think, again, just as women, be very careful whose advice you take on board because it's not always going to help you. Hello to the panel. Can you guys hear me? We sure yes. can. Yes. What's going on? What you think Hi, about sorry. That? I actually stepped away for a minute. But I think this is pretty interesting. <laughs> Everyone's opinions uh, certainly valued. Mm -hmm. I think that a woman should be naturally feminine. I, I don't see how a lot of sisters are missing it, but I certainly see it. And I hear a lot of women say all the time, oh, I can live without a man, or all I need a man for is sex. And I, I feel sad for women that feel like that. I think companionship mm -hmm. is beautiful, it's natural, and we should have it. You know, it's true. Yeah, a lot of men just take advantage of us out here today. And I can understand how some women feel. Well, depending on what type of conversation this man gives me or if he shows me he's a nice man by giving me money or for whatever reasons, then they use that switch. You know, but I'm pretty old fashioned with it. And I, I guess it's just because through my years, I've managed to see how submissiveness gives you better longevity in relationships. When you yeah, have a man, when you have a man that understands the value of a submissive woman. And that's mm -hmm. what's rare out here today. And it's rare because so many of our mothers are so young today. And when you're not raised yourself, you can't raise nothing else. You know, it's real basic. It's real basic. We've got to find a way to break the cycle for our young sisters and brothers today to make them understand that there is a value we must have in each other in order to live a good life. It's real simple. You don't have to break it down to the stripper holes, get more attention from men because she's showing her pussy. You know, that's society today. 
Sex drives everything from our soap commercials to our diaper commercials. And it starts at home. But our mothers are too young to, to understand that. And it's simple. They mothers still trying to catch up with the club days. <laughs> mothers faring in at 45 years old today. It's just real. You know, so we got to find a way to break things all the way back down to the basics. Because our kids are are driven in a computer world. Everybody's walking around with a computer in their hand, these phones. It's hard for us to catch our youth because of the internet mm. and sex. And when we go to having conversations like this, you find adults battling each other rather than breaking it back down to the simplicity. That we all got to value each other. Absolutely true. So I can understand where Dr. Bay has came from with her point of view, and I can understand most of the gentlemen that's jumped on. And I've been listening for about an hour. And a lot of the other viewers in the chat room. But we all just need to keep it simple. Just like with what's going on in the world out here today. Mm -hmm. We got to find a way to make this simple for our hard-headed youth mm -hmm. and get them to understand. Can I uh, uh, defend Dr. Bay's point just for 30 seconds? I want to send a very special shout out to Maurice November for the Cash app. Thank you so much for your Thank consent. you, Maurice. Go ahead, Mr. Research. So 30 seconds. This is what everybody got to understand about Dr. Bay's point. Dr. Bay has taken on a theory that cannot be applied to everyday life. Now, it works for her and it works for people like her, but the confusion it has for other people is that it doesn't apply to Monday morning and Tuesday. Like her. It is something that is is a, is a what I call a forever war. You, can, you cannot achieve nothing long term that way, but it's her right to do that. We as black men, don't shame her for, for, for that. Don't shame her for her logic understand her logic don't fit with our legacy plans and just accept it as that no no shade well i do want to i do want to pose something to the panel i think that um i talked about earlier when it was just the ladies on the panel about how when we are let's say you know in today's society as a woman that you know, you almost have to also be able to and know how to employ masculine energy at different times. Some examples might be in the boardroom or some examples might be when you need to defend yourself. Um, if my fiance is out of town and someone breaks into my house or, you know, um, if I'm accosted out in the streets, um, do you all believe that there is a need for even feminine women to um, employ a certain level of masculinity in today's society? Anybody can take it. She means fight for yourself. Listen, if, if you're coming to where your life is in danger, you're, you're going to fight for your life, you know, if it gets down to a situation like that. But um, even with, even just say, okay, what do you mean by accosted in society? Like what specifically? 
just so like we we see lots of examples um uh, I, I don't know a whole lot about society in the UK and if you all experience this too but we see lots of examples where women are maybe accosted maybe you know it's a guy who was trying to um, asked for her number and she declined or um, just for various reasons that women are being assaulted out in public and no one is coming to their aid. Uh, like in that instance, you know, of course, you know, if you are being pummeled, you're going to fight. Uh, it, but that still, um, you have to have a certain level of aggression and, and some may say masculinity in order to defend yourself in those situations. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know because from what I've seen, it usually turns into that situ- kind of situation when a woman is like, she's being slightly combative herself. So he's like, oh, let yeah, me get your number. not always here. And we see okay. examples. Yeah, like, okay, for example, I don't know if you saw the video where there was a lady in a parking lot. And, um, and I guess, well, some could look at it and say maybe she was being slightly combative. But a gentleman, right. she blocked a gentleman's car in and he assaulted her and kind of brutalized her pretty bad. Um, uh, you know, that, that's one example, but sometimes, um, you, maybe you aren't taking it to that level, or maybe you are because you want to try to let him know it's almost like a lion coming to attack or a bear coming to attack and you're puffing your chest out and saying, Hey, don't mess with me. Cause I will fight back. So maybe you did become aggressive to let him know back up. But do you think that, you know, you have to have masculinity to defend yourself out or a certain level of masculinity to defend yourself out in society um, because of the way times are now? Um, No, if anything, I think in that situation, you being aggressive is going to amplify the situation because he's aggressive and then you decide to be aggressive. What you're basically doing is you're you're challenging him. As a a woman, one thing that you have... um, in your nature is to be able to diffuse a situation and so we we have that ability but then when you decide to take on that manly role and challenge him and be aggressive yourself then you're going to be met with even more aggression Here, here's, here's something i want you to understand though jessica because like i've lived over in, in your neck of the woods the european black woman gets 10 times more than what the USA black woman gets. So to the USA black woman in regards to this topic, the little sliver of 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 thing that they get, a European black woman laughs at. Like, whoa, is that all? You know, so it's like it's it's always going to be a different. You you and I know that French people are very rude or most of them. Uh to a French person getting getting a, a sliver of discomfort as a black woman compared to her living in France and getting accosted on a 10 times, 20 times level, she will always take that little small sliver. And this is one of the reasons why when black men interact with other women who are black of, of different cultures, the black women are so relieved because the horror stories they heard about black men from the USA are nothing like what they get from their actual countrymen many times. Yeah, um, you know, some some of the things I I can't relate to, and I don't know if it could be cultural differences or it's just a difference in the way that 
I carry myself. But yeah, I haven't I haven't found myself in a situation where I've even had to defend myself like right. that. Yeah. And you know what? To be completely honest, I, I am very feminine and I my fiance will lay his life down to protect me. However, let's say if I was in a situation where he is being brutalized by the police, I'm not going to back down. Like I'm going to defend his honor. If, if, if Even if I'm doing something this film, even if I'm doing something as simple as filming and they're like, you know, put the phone down, trying to take the phone from me. Like I'm not going to be in my feminine energy if what I love and who I love is being attacked. If so I'm you'll be like the girl from Queen is Filming a crime, filming a crime. There's nothing masculine about that. There's, there's, who's to say filming a crime or witnessing a crime isn't feminine? Not simply filming it. If they're telling you, like police often do, you can't film or trying to take my phone or telling me or giving oh. me an order and I'm not following it because this. Once again, you could, you could film a crime and still be feminine. See, that's not, that's not. So we're trying to redefine femininity to to negate it, and I don't want to do that. Listen, you know, and, and we're also attempting to define masculinity um, to to uh, make that. Well, up a game changer. Thing. I was giving one example. I will become aggressive if you are harming what I love and who I love. No, 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 no. Aggressive no. filming um, a, a that crime. That's one is. example okay. I said. I said I was an example. Sister. Sister Rose, okay. I, think, I think Game Changer is trying to say that when we use uh, your your question is valid. But what happens, and I think Game Changer is trying to say, but I'm going to say it in a different way. When they hear, when, when women hear that sliver of unique unicorn occurrence, they try to maximize that as a commonality. And that's what Game Changer is trying to say. It's like, how I are gotcha. we going to talk about that? Right. And that is that's not a commonality. That's likely, that's not something to, that would likely happen. And, 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 and other women will hear what you said and weaponize it. Well, also, also, GC, um, I want to send a special shout out to Jessica X. Thank you so much for your cash app, sweetheart. We appreciate you. So, um, thank you. Um, I want to, um, I want to say that the whole situation that you described, um, where you know, um, a guy is hitting on you and you have to, you know, um, show your teeth. Um, you you gave examples right, of several right. animals like bears and stuff like that. Um, that's not necessarily masculine behavior. Okay. Um, men generally don't um, go around beating their chest or poking their chest out um, as a display of masculinity, especially when they can't back up the words. You know, that's something that men generally don't. So maybe I should have said show um, aggression as yeah. opposed to okay, masculinity. Um, I mean, whatever the case, I mean, so, and also in the situation that you described, say you were to show aggression and the guy backs off, you really don't know if he would have backed off, whether you simply said, no, thank you. Or if you showed aggression. Right. So you, you, at that point, we're working under the assumption that um, aggression worked in that scenario. Right. And um, I'm and not, uh, and I'm assuming, and I was right. speaking from and, the standpoint of you trying a subtle no before, es I mean, you know, escalating to the point that you have to show aggression, I guess. Well, I mean, then at that point, it, because like if you try a subtle no and then he becomes aggressive, then it's like Jessica says, you know, a person has to defend themselves to the best of their ability um, right. at that point. But, you know, um, but as far as, you know, just, you know, like like roaring like a bear because somebody thought that you were pretty at one point before you roared it like a bear. That's not only is that, you know, not it's unnecessary aggression, which, you know, is 
not necessarily a masculine trait, but um, it's, I don't know how to define something like that. It's just bizarre behavior, you know. Um, I, I wasn't saying, I wasn't meaning literally roaring like a bear. <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay. So, you know, uh, take, take me myself or any other man, for example, Mm -hmm. um, you know, who find themselves in a situation where they're approached by either a female that they're not attracted to, or a man who's, um, who's homosexual and hopes that you are, Um, you know, we, as men, as a masculine man, we would say, um, thank you. That's not my thing in the case of, you know, a homosexual male, a person, a straight male, or, you know, we'll say, you know, um, I'm actually taken, but, you know, I'm flattered by your offer. Right. Um, us to say, get the fuck away from me, you fat ass, ugly ass bitch. You know, or, you know, that, then that would be very strange. <laughs> I, uh, that's not no. what I meant at all, game changer. No, but, no, but that's but that's that would be the the animal like behavior that you were describing, right? And I was saying I I clarified by saying escalating to that point, and and I I have to go back to and this was a question that I'm posing to the panel for you all to answer. This is in no way denotes, um, you know how I would handle things. However, like I said, in the the exception is if whom I love is being harmed. But um, Jessica says something. She said that. As a feminine woman, the way you, well, she basically, I'm paraphrasing, but like as a feminine woman, the way that you move is going to be different. As a feminine woman, I'm not going to be out late at night. I'm not going to be out at 3 a.m. In addition, as a feminine woman, if I see a threat, the first thing I'm doing is I'm calling my fiance and I'm like, okay, babe, this is going on. Like I rely heavily on him. Um, You know, and I I certainly wouldn't get out of the car personally myself. And I do think women who uh, rest in their feminine energy are going to be a little more um, um, uh, or a little more conscious in, you know, how they move because they don't want to put themselves in a position where they would be vulnerable. That's that's what I wanted to speak on. Can anybody hear me? Sure. I I want. How you doing, concrete? Fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah, you said something excellent right there. It's about a feminine woman adjusts to the world around her. She fits the world around her. A masculine man imposes himself onto the environment and changes the environment around him. What I think, no disrespect, what Dr. Bay was doing was convoluting. Uh, being feminine, she was saying that she can adjust the environment around her. And what I was saying to that was that um in my opinion a non-feminine woman is an insecure woman because she la- she she's insecure in the fact that she can uh adjust to the world around her and affect the world around her by adjusting to it same way as a non-masculine man he is insecure in his ability to affect the world around him so therefore he doesn't exude masculinity now, when Dr. Bay says something to the effect that I choose who I want to be masculine towards, she she was saying that, that that's how you treat your boyfriend that you're pleased with, as opposed to actually fitting to the world around you. But yeah, that's all I got to say. I'm out of here. Thank you, Benjamin. And I agree with your point. And that's the shortest comment I think you've ever made. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Like, Mumia, what do you think about the topic? You haven't said anything. You're awfully quiet, and that scares me. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, before I say anything, Dr. Bay, what are you a doctor in? Bay studies. I beg your pardon? Bay studies. 
Well, I think it's a play Biology. on the um, like <laughs> and it, I think it's something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, say that again. I think so it's a word from like Dr. Dre. It's supposed to be a derivative of Dr. Dre, but a more feminine version of that. And that's what I'm. That's oh, what I'm I, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um. No, I think she's a real doctor. Oh, okay. Maybe she doesn't want to divulge that, but um, I, th I think she said on the on our last um stream that she is a. Real Don't doctor. do it. They're gonna seek out your professional name. Don't yeah, just we'll just no, leave it no, there. yeah, yeah. I thought it was like Dr. Dre. That's all. Let it go. Yeah. Anyway, um, see, to me, these discussions kind of get bogged down in in you know what I consider to be um areas of you know fantastical scenarios or or uh, just trying to see how many angels can dance on the head of a pen. My thinking is this. Time is marching on for everybody. But in this particular instance, you know, the question of, you know, the price of femininity, the question for me is, is femininity timeless? Is it something that's tied to a temporal factor or is it temporal or time sensitive you know i mean I, I, that's the question for me i mean to me i mean how how assuming you could sell femininity assuming you could bottle it up and sell it the question for me becomes could a black woman at 45 implement it you mean it's meaning she if she hadn't been implementing it her whole life right i mean could she just pick it up you know, she purchases it, whatever. Well, she, she just don't you think people are selling femininity by teaching women how to be in their feminine energy? But again, the, that, that specific question is never raised, as far as I know, has never been raised. Mm. So, so, you're, so you're asking if you can sell femininity to, to women who've never exuded femininity? Is that your question? I'm also asking past a certain age. Mm. Is, it, is, is it time sensitive? I like like I stated before, um, being feminine is a character trait. I don't feel like it's like <laughs> um, it's it's that hard to be, especially if you're a woman. Um, if you feminine, you're gonna be feminine regardless. Now, if you want to be like real feminine, <laughs> like extra feminine, you should be that with certain people. You shouldn't exude that quality to everybody. You didn't answer my question, though. Um, I, I, and, hold and, on, and, really, really, really quick. Femininity I gotta say something to the, sold, the The price of femininity, okay. Hold on. Uh, the price means it can be sold. I mean, I don't think you can just be feminine. I don't think you can uh -huh. be feminine. Hold on one second. I just want to say something really quick regarding the chat. Um, Dr. Bay has been an excellent sport. Like, I think you guys are like doing too much. I mean, like, just because she has a different perspective and she has a a, a point in 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 her commentary that you guys disagree with like you don't have to attack her because of that um that's unfair we want people to be willing to come up on the panels we always talk about how we don't get enough women coming on the panels and it's okay if you disagree and you i'm not telling you not to disagree in the um in the chat but like come on with the disrespect i'm trying it's to see how fair. i contradicted myself when i've been saying it the whole time like no, people like no. oh you're contradicting you no i'm not i said that I'm a woman at all times. I'm I may not exude femininity to the max. Like who does? I don't think no woman does. I mean, every yeah. woman has their own I, way of being feminine. Yeah, but, but that's 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 different from what I'm asking. 
So let's let's try this again. No, your question was, can you sell femininity to someone who has never been feminine? Wasn't that your question? No, my question is, does the the premise is the price of femininity? Okay, so we're saying that femininity can be commoditized, bought and sold. Okay, is there a time sensitive? Is there a sell by date for femininity? Black woman, forty five, in the, deep into her forties, never did this before, buys it. Cannot give her the same bang for the buck that a woman young enough to be your daughter in her early 20s. I just feel like if a woman has never has never learned how to exude that characteristic, that femininity characteristic at 50, she'll probably never learn how to exude it. Okay. 50. So, so we have, so we have, so we do know we have two more million black women than black men. We know that the median age for black women is slightly older than that for all American women, around 35, 36. We know that we have some 12 million and some change black women, 35 and above. So my question is this. How pragmatic is it at, at this juncture to even entertain the discussion of the price of femininity? The idea that it can be commodified, bought and sold to a significant percentage of black women who are over the age of 35, never been married, and presumably a factor in their never getting married or otherwise attracting a long-term mate is because of their failure to exhibit this femininity we're talking about. I think we need another conversation. I think we need something more pragmatic and practical. Obsidian. Mm -hmm. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but I, like, just like you said, masculinity, like people were saying masculinity, they exude their masculinity at all times or whatever. Um, I, uh, I just know femininity can't be bought, just like masculinity can't be bought. I mean, like I say, I I exude mine at whatever level I want to exude mine at, around who I want to do it around. Yeah, can I jump uh, in here real quick? Sure. I understand what Dr. Bay is saying, or is that, that the name? Yeah. All right. Um, but the, the issue with what the chat has, and I understand that because I think it is there's a very small percentage of black women that when they say what you're saying, that's true. Like, for example, when I what I interpret what you're saying is you're a woman at all times, but you're only submissive to like very select group of people. That's how I instantly like register that. Um, is that what you were saying or is that not really what you were saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. OK, because there's different degrees of femininity. The problem is most <laughs> and, and, and to be and to be fair, shout out to Donovan Sharp, because Donovan Sharp calls out white women that stay losing, by the way, if y'all want to hear that, because they're oh. having they're starting to have issues with this. But that's who he deals with. But 
Um, well, the problem is with Obsidian, with Obsidian is there's a certain level of baseline femininity, like kindergarten femininity, a preschool femininity, that black women does it don't exude. And they don't exude that is and it's really by choice because they want to stay in the lane of I want to this is where the insecurity comes out. The Benja was talking about. I want to control shit. I want to run shit. I don't want to let go. I want to be the quarterback. Uh, be the quarterback. I, I get all that. I'm just hold on. I'm just set it up. Get your quarterback. And then what they'll do is a man has to exude like what I call what they call hyper masculinity. Some would call toxic masculinity in order for you to have come off of that. This is what the old school black folks used to always say. Black people only get along in the bedroom. And out, and even with dudes that women are attracted to outside of the bedroom, they don't get along because that's when the sexual like kind of um, fog falls away, and then now it's back to acting like how we normally act. So a lot of women will say what you're talking about, Doctor Bay, but the vast majority of black women don't have the ability to control it like that. They just don't. They think they do, but they don't. The problem here is we're getting older. I'm not hearing discussions, practical, calm sober and judicious discussions. And I'm aiming to say black women. I'm not hearing black women talking about, okay, things didn't work out for whatever reason. Fine. This is where we are. Let's talk about some life insurance policies. All right. <laughs> well, why would we be having these conversations on here? I mean, I think that... I'm not hearing it anywhere. And that's the problem. Black women are getting older. Well, look at the red table talk. Hang on, hang on. Black women are getting older. They have contingency plans. Where? Because they because do. The I... Statistics don't bear it out. No, I yes, they do. Obsidian. Women... No, yes, they do. It's called getting another female. That's uh, happening. Yeah. It's called trying to go younger to a dude oh. that's too stupid, that which is work. not a lot of those. And it no, they I've got also contingency. Also, seen women. It doesn't say work. That talk about uh, wanting to like partner up with other women who are it doesn't work which is what i just said well obsidian we're not talking hold on we're not talking about what, what we know we know it don't work but actually works well they're not gonna have that conversation the, the okay. contingency so plan that they about. have i'm talking about is, let's, let's, it's time that we started talking about what they're not works obsidian like right now, the main contingency plans that they do now is basically take their ass to the. I don't care about that. Take their ass to the church or do the secular shit. It, well, Obsidian, okay, Obsidian, let me ask you this question. Are they inter uh, uh, When have you demonstrated that black women are interested in doing something based on a metric of it works or it's effective? When have you seen that? Because I ain't seen that. Weaves. Huh? Weaves. Weaves don't work. They said weaves. <laughs> when, when weaves don't work, sure they, they do. think it works, but sure it don't work. Sure they do. Okay, how? A lot of black men will get with black women with weaves. I won't, but a lot. They of don't keep them. But wow. hence why they wind up. Hence why they wind up where asking, they are because we, you asking, no because the, are you asking whether black women are using weaves with an idea to get a long term mate? Well, well, the thing, well, 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 Obsidian, does weave, the metric that I judge a weave on is does a weave make a woman look more feminine or not? And the answer is usually well, not. Yourself. You're asking a different question now. You're saying, name me a situation where black women actually did something where it worked. I said weaves. 
You then no, well, we black women don't need weaves in order to fuck a dude. So we're talking about fucking a dude. Weaves and black women can be bald headed and fuck a dude. I didn't say that they did. So they, why are you measuring it's effective? Because of black men, they do attract black men with those weaves. Now we could talk about what kind of men for how how whatever length of time. What's the nature of the association? We can go into the weeds. Would you see a weave of makeup for for a lack of a fat ass? Is that what you're telling me? Now you're asking a different question. All right, man. You know what I'm talking about, but I'm gonna let it go because it's not important. But but uh, but but when we come to the stuff that you're talking about, the the inner stuff, because that's an external thing. The internal work, like what we're talking about in this topic, they have never demonstrated they're actually interested in the truth. And when you look at what the econ look at all of the economics, the economics. Other than Shahrazad Ali, you can't find nothing where women are being told, like, what, what did Obama say? Not what you want to hear, but what you need to know. You don't hear none of that, ever. There's no economics behind it, and that gives you an idea that they don't want it. So what I would tell women is, do you have a man? See, again, Dr. Dr. Bay is a step. Well, Dr. Bay has established she's got a man. She's got a dude that's cool with her that's putting up with whatever she gives. So... My, but my point is, well, I get that you answer that, but my point is that's a metric. This is why you hear women talking about you don't need no man. It's time to get up with women. The problem is men because at the end of the day, they don't want a solution. We so the first step, I'm going to say this and then I'm done. The first step of any 12-step program is to admit that you're accountable. Why? Because to admit that you're accountable is to admit that you have control over the situation. That's what a lot of people don't get. So the problem is we can't even get, we're arguing the first step of a 12-step program and really the debate of the price of femininity is really like should you even have to be feminine to get the outcomes that you want that's really an insane question but i'm here so yeah but well, like that my, my that's a that fair is, question that is a good question my response mm -hmm. i what, agree what question i would like the panel what? to answer that should Somebody you have to be feminine to get the outcomes that you want but what out what outcome are we talking about Whatever your desired outcome is. Well, yeah, I mean, most, just, most people desired outcome is what man. marriage, family, love, so, so, man, security. But, you know. That's a poor but the answer is simple. The answer is yes, because the answer is yes, because the men that you want, the men that you want set the price. And if the price that they want is you being feminine, then the market's going to bear that out. So and this is why another reason why black women stay losing, because they want to tell men that they want not men they don't give a fuck about, but men that they want to basically change their price. And they have no reason to and they have no intention oh, on um, doing God. so. That doesn't make any sense. How, how does that not make any sense? Like, how does that well, make, well, make any because, sense? Because the black, the black ask a question. Beg your pardon. I just need to ask a question, man. When okay. has when has black women able to rest in their femininity here in America? Seems like they were doing pretty well at the uh, at the uh, turn of what the twentieth century, leading up into the nineteen sixties. Wouldn't have black what women was... been able? Okay, wouldn't have black women been able to rest in their femininity here in America. Seems they've been doing a pretty good job for the, pretty much most of the 20th century. Well, what's promoting in the way? No, damn that. I, I'll, I'll run with what you're talking about. Let's say never. Let's say never. Let's say never. Well, where are you going with this? Because I already know, but let's go. It's an excuse, isn't it? Yeah, let's say never. They never have. They never have, sir. So what are we doing? It was just a question, you know what I mean? I just wanted to know. But it what's no preventing us from it? He said been able to, like, you know. Yeah, never. He chose that word specifically. Never. 
Never. Okay. We're in a white supremacist so, system. So, so bringing it back to what I was saying earlier. All right. So you have a situation where you have these numbers of numbers of black women, 35 and over. Okay. So my question becomes, all right, uh, we are where we are. We can debate how we got here, history of it, who shot John, the brute causes. We are where we are. It seems to me that at past a certain age, a person's temperament, personality, habits, mannerisms, they're, they're more or less fixed, and it's a level of comfort with that. Dude, if you don't get it by 30, you're done. That's okay. the, uh, really 25, right. FYI. Okay. 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 okay, so my question becomes, knowing all of that and moving forward, how do black women mean to address real-world problems, end-of-life problems, security problems, housing problems, healthcare problems? These are problems that are going to continue oh to occur. What's the plan? Repeat that again. Hope and pray. That's the plan. But go ahead. Well, work to restore femininity. Yeah, I think I think that is. Legacy. I think that is the plan. It seems that you have, um, you know, just this whole barrage now of older women who are going to these femininity coaches, and hoping on their their last leg to to gain femininity. But um, I think. In going back to Obsidian's question, can it work? No, it doesn't. At best, it can give you a sort of faux femininity. And what you're going to find with that is that it switches on and off between what's become your new natural masculine state and the fake feminine state that you've learned. And so even then, it's not going to be truly beneficial to you. It seems so that you're agreeing with me, Jessica, that there's a time a temporal factor at work here a hundred percent so so hundred percent there is it would so it, uh, in lieu of, of of that method the ladies try that they get a mixed bag at best with it it seems to me much more pragmatic to just say okay this is where i'm at with it and here's the plan for for the rest of my life here's here's i'm gonna do this from here on out I just don't hear that discussion from black women. Because uh, yeah, I've never heard sisters actually talk about it in that kind of mapped out way when it comes to relationships. They are very in the moment in their feelings. I don't, and I don't, even when you look, listen to women that are like, so when I look at celebrity, the motherfuckers on the, not Red Table Talk, but the Vivica Fog, them motherfuckers, they even talk about the stuff in the moment and looking past. They don't talk about what's going forward because the way they think, they always still got it. And by the time they don't still have it, it, it's already too late to do anything about it. Because right, here's the thing. Right. So, and, and this is why the one thing you don't even got to be feminine to understand this. This is logic. Women have a time limit. And obviously, everybody has a time limit, but men's time limit, men can buy their way out of their time limit. There's things that men can do to kind of opt out of their time limit. Women can't because women are judged on their looks, period. Nothing else really matters at the end of the day. And, and, and the thing about other groups of women, they tend to get that. Some of them are starting not to understand that, and they're starting to get the same results. Hence why I said what I said before. But women, our women have always wrestled with that because they have this thing as a group where they think they're fundamentally better than their men. 
that you don't really see in other groups in the same way. So it really makes it very hard for them because they're saying, why should I have to do this for this dude? And when I say this dude, you know how Democrats, you know how when people poll people, they say, would you vote for a generic Democrat, a generic Republican? Oh, and look at the generic black man. And then you see what a woman, black woman thinks about that. That's not associated to an actual person. What you find is they fundamentally think that it is on the women to bend their will, especially when they're in their prime now, in their prime years, to bend their will to them. This is why a lot of these women, when dudes yeah. say they're the prize, these women are arguing that, oh, because even the concept of a man saying that they're the prize, even if they are, is they just can't deal with that. So those things get in the way of a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. You have to come yeah, to those conclusions first to then be able to. So yeah, anyway, I, but anyway. I just want to respond real, real, if I may. Ms. Sasha Malone says, we always got Obamacare that you pay your taxes on, Obsidian. Thank you. Well, assuming, I mean, it, it's, it's far, far from perfect and had all kinds of problems if, even when Obama wasn't office launching it. But let's grant your argument for a minute. Let's say that they got that one locked down. So what, what, is, what is the plan for end of life? Obamacare. There really oh is no long-term plan and you know that there's never really any long-term plan because of the situation that they're already in, which is being, you know, at 50 and having no femininity. There's um, just this whole thing of looking in the moment and only having the short-term vision. And so I don't even expect there to be a long-term plan. I don't expect to hear anything. They just think, okay, I'm going to so, take on this faux femininity so and it's going to work. Yeah, so with that being said, Ms. Jessica, at what point, do black female-led forums across the internet, print, media, and so forth, at what point do they lead these guys? And, and I have to ask, by the way, these are often forums where there are black women who tout their educational attainment, prowess, accomplishment. These would be the black women. I would expect these black women to take the lead on this. At this is where point, the conversation starts to get shut down, by the way, but go ahead. At what point does that happen? Okay, Mr. Wright never came along. Okay, fine. We are where we are. We need to start talking about estate planning, probate, end of life, hospice care, security. You know, I, I don't hear that. I mean, the conspiracy is deafening. You're not going to hear it because what it does is it kills their hope. And what they're um, playing on, their only currency right now is hope. So they're hoping that this femininity coaching works for them they're hoping that all of these short-term plans work and when you start actually planning that really end of life care you've lost all hope of your future planning out the way that you want it to and so they don't want to kill the, the hope they always yeah, want to have much another money short-term the solution for them to go to if the last one doesn't work and that leads me to miss j she says sorry but the demographic she means black men the demographic, which has the highest homeless rates and loads of loads of horrible health and life outcomes, are asking these questions. Is kind of odd. What's kind of odd is just how wrong you are. Number one. Well, well, my well, my thing is find another store. That's my answer to that. But go ahead. Yeah. Um. First of all, Miss J, black men have the longest life expectancies they've ever had in the past history. In the past century, average life male black average. Uh, expectancy of a black male today is 72. Compare that to a century ago at just under 50. Um, more black men today are earning more. 
less black male crime, the crime rate is dropping, you know, the whole bit. I mean, just personally, you know, I, I, just, I, just, I just read up my own life insurance policy. So, I mean, so, I mean. But Obsidian, just, at just, the end of the I'm saying, she ahead. can find another store. She like that's what well, my answer is simple. Well, fuck all that. Well, get, because that's that's part of having a plan too. By the way, well, do you have contingency plans? Well, what is it? Well, whether she does or doesn't, it's really you know stepping aside my question. Yeah, it's blaming black men as and a mechanism. Not, that's that's a mechanism that's not dealing with it. And that's what I'm getting at here. How how uh, how practical are these discussions for black women at this point? I mean, on the panel right now, I know uh, Concrete Rose is a Gen Xer. I know that Daniel Daniel George is a Gen Xer. I don't know about the other ladies on the panel, but we have a lot of black Gen Xers and older millennials. I'm a millennial, but go right. ahead. Older, older millennials. This is going to be an issue. Well, I mean, again, like, dude, you really saying like, so here's the thing about what you're saying, Obsidian. Number one, these conversations you would never get as far as you just got with what you said, because they every aspect of the media, whether it's the mainstream media, a.k.a. dying print media, TV, whether this is why people like you will never be on those shows, because they will vet people like you to even get those. Those questions will never be asked. So it's never going to be dealt with. Now, if you're talking about what does that mean for people on the ground? Well, I mean, it, it, they're either going to figure it out on their own or their Darwinism is going to take its natural course. It's never going to be the questions you're asking will never be asked on, on anywhere other than YouTube, because at the end of the day, there's no money in answering those questions because of what Jessica said about killing the hope. So <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, you, 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 that's why you don't see it anywhere at all, because and then also if it goes there, it'll go into blaming black men. So the real question is how how is blaming black men and saying black men are responsible for everything that goes wrong with black women? How has that worked over the last 20, 30 years? Has it improved shit or not? That's really the question. But go ahead. Uh, uh, Miss J says, my question is, where is this discussion for your own demographic? You don't answer a question with a question. Well, black men separate themselves. I mean, you have black black men like Obsidian and me are not the same as black men that are homeless. But go ahead. I got it. You don't answer a question with the question, Jay. Just like you don't. That's called a deflection. You don't. Just like you don't attack the person asking the question. I mean, it's okay if you just don't have an answer. That's okay. Well, I mean, she blamed black. She did what? But see, Miss Jay did. Miss okay. J did something that's really good. She blamed black men. But Again, blaming black men. What is blaming black men done for the last, like, I could ask the same person that says that black women, like, the market is an issue individually. So what I'm getting at here is this. Mating is so much more than just short-term fucking. Mm. Sure. It's about end of life. It's about the stuff of life. The day-to-day -day grind. That's what I'm getting at here. And, and, you know, at what point do black women who have tried everything from Oprah and Iyanla to Derek Jackson and everything in between, at what point do they say, you know what, this isn't working. We got to have another plan. For the They're rest never going to. That's the answer. But go ahead. You know, we tried to. We went to April Mason ride. We tried to Nicole May. It's just not working. We, we, need to, we need to develop a plan for the rest of our life. Um, I want to send a special shout out to Gab Talk Media for the cash app. Thank you so much, Gab. 
they're never going to. It's like you got to think about what you're talking about. Obsidian is like a religion at this point, meaning the end. Dest even though they'll say the end goal is to go to heaven, that's not really, really what the end goal is. Is going to heaven is not why people go to church. <laughs> they go to church in order to absolve themselves from the accountability of what they did. And that's the same thing that when you look at the, the basically dating market in that way as to what it is. Because when you look in, for the most part to the conversation in the manosphere, say what you want to, the conversation, you still have uh, a whole contingent of dudes to talk about, but well, what are you going to do? Why do you care? Like you have that pushback. You don't really have that pushback for the most part with the women. They're in unison because they know why they clock in. So it's like a religion. What? So when you look at actual tangible solutions to something that's operated by a religion, well, religion wouldn't exist if it was like that. Let's let's let ARC get in here. I want to know his thoughts on the topic too. Um, ARC, mm -hmm. welcome to the panel. What do you think about the topic or the discussion so far? Well, I've I've just heard bits and pieces. I've come and gone out the chat room. Oh, okay. so there's some stuff I miss, but generally, I put some of my thoughts in the chat room. Number one, something Dr. Bay said. I, I co-signed with fully is that she earlier said not all women are going to exhibit highly feminine behavior towards all men. A lot of men, there's a lot of men who do get that and understand that, but there's an, uh, a high percentage of men who don't get that. That's the whole reason why you have that delineation between alpha male and beta male. And alpha male is a guy who's going to naturally provoke women to show their feminine side and their submissive side. A beta male is not going to get that same reaction. He's not going to get that same behavior with the exception of if he pays for it or tries to force it. So that's number one. So for some guys who say, you know, all women are not feminine. Well, when I hear certain guys say that, I'm, a, I'm usually like, speak for yourself. Because, for example, I know women who have exhibited ultra feminine, ultra submissive behavior towards me. And they might have interacted with another guy the very next day and been a total bitch to her. I talk about that in my book, The Beta Male Revolution. I've seen that with my own. Matter of fact, my own fiance has acknowledged that. Like my own fiance, she's very feminine with me, very submissive with me, but she ain't like that with all men she's interacted with in her life. So some men, I've heard some men almost say or suggest or imply that women should be feminine and submissive in the company of a man simply because he's a man simply because he's a member of the male gender and that's delusional. So that, that's point number one. Number two, yeah, you can't, if other people on this panel have said this, if a woman, you know, she ain't gonna change her stripes going into fifties unless she's trying to gain some type of manipulative advantage. Um, now I agree with something Edward said and anybody know me and Edward bump heads on a lot of talking points. But he he posed something to Obsidian that I agree with. And, and somebody in the chat room asked Obsidian this question. I would ask it. They basically said, Obsidian, why would you, on one end, call a lot of women who are 40 years of age and up delusional, but then express commentary like you think they're not going to be delusional? If women are delusional, they ain't going to change from being delusional. They're fucking delusional. And that's why you got women who are like 55 thinking they still got the same beauty and sex appeal when they were 25. That ain't that's delusional. So I mean I can answer the question if you like. Go ahead. 
Well, because this isn't a question of sex appeal. This is the question of life and death. This is end of life. This is, you know, major hospital visits. This is, you know, um, you know, trying to, you know, Cannon Creek Rose Turk talked about earlier about a scenario where she would have to come on, intervene on the behalf of her beloved or whatever. I mean, you, we're talking about security concerns. We're talking about life and death here, potential life and death situations. I would like to think I could be wrong, but I would like to think that just sheer self-preservation, primal self-preservation would kick in at that point and override the otherwise very delusional mind state of the rank and file black woman. But I could be wrong. Maybe their delusion is so strong that even the millions of years of human evolutionary grafted self-preservation is not enough to get rid of black, black female, female That could be. That could very well be. So, um, Alan Roger Curry, to your first point, um, would you say that a person who only bathes when they have company is a clean person? Okay, so that's a rhetorical question. Um, but by that same logic, a woman who is only feminine in the company of a certain man is not actually feminine, no more than a person who only bathes in the company of certain people is actually clean. You see, we have to understand that femininity is supposed to be what a woman is, not what she pretends to be in the presence of what you call an alpha male. So when um, panels like this happen and we're discussing the lack of femininity, we're not really discussing of the lack of pretense of femininity or the lack of display of femininity in a favorable relationship. What we're talking about, um, Alan Roger Curry, is just the general behavior of women, whether you're with them or not. Now, there is a certain baseline behavior that is equivalent to femininity that a woman doesn't really act upon an individual male. However, this is something that she act upon herself in society at large. That is where um, where we see a absence of femininity, not on how she treats alpha versus beta men. So, so it sounds like game changer. What you're saying is you're displeased with women who basically act like masculine butch dykes, is what you're essentially saying. I'm saying that they're not feminine. Well, I'm putting it more blunt than you, but essentially that's what you're saying. Well, I mean, I'm saying that they're not feminine. That's essentially what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to go to that level, yeah, there are there's some women who just flat out act like men. Like, if they didn't have titties, oh, can I say that on this show on Sunday? <laughs> yeah. uh, if they don't have breasts, we say a lot worse. Then, then you wouldn't be able to distinguish them from a man. So, if if, if the criticism is specifically of those women. Then I would generally say, game changer, I'm agreeing with the spirit of what you're saying. Right. But well, that's what we're I'm talking just about. saying that on a one-on-one -on -one individual level, like I, I use, again, since I brought up my fiance, I use her. My fiance, even when she's in the company of men that she's not romantically or sexually attracted to, she carries herself like a woman. She carries right. herself like a woman. It's not like she automatically becomes like, you know, again, a butch dyke type. She's... So she has that, what you would call baseline femininity. But I'm saying that if she was in the company of a man she was not attracted to and the guy said, call me sir or go get me something to drink, she would look at him like, nigga, please. Whereas me, she would say, yes, sir. That's the point I'm making. 
femininity is well, femininity is for the woman. It's who the woman is. However, submission is what she offers to her uh, mate. And the example that you gave, you. So, yeah, I mean, I don't expect a woman to be submissive to every man. However, I do um, expect for a woman to be generally femininity, um, just by definition of a woman. Um, and that is something that's being um, absent. Okay, well, I'm not saying I, that. I actually get that. I get that game. Because I actually, I used to write for a place called uh, examiner.com. And I actually wrote an article. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, Obsidian will probably vaguely remember this because I told him in a private conversation. I had one of my friend's daughters actually fell out with me. She's my goddaughter. But she fell out with me because of this article I wrote on Examiner where I basically said, in today's society, by my observation, more men, in my opinion, have become more and more effeminate and weak and wimpy and more and more women have become more masculine, dominant, and manlike. Now, a lot of my followers who read that article, they love that. But a lot of people, particularly a lot of certain women, I got a lot of pushback from quite a few women, including my own goddaughter. She she called it a misogynistic article. And I argued, debated with her on it, but she said, Uncle Alan, that, that article was misogynistic. She said, it's like you're saying that because women are strong, independent-minded women, and in her case, the sisters, that that automatically means they're masculine and domineering. And I was like, in some cases, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I agree that there's some women in society that they have such a, not only a lack of femininity, but they have an abundance of masculinity. So okay. I'm, I'm with, if, if that's man's criticism, I'm with that criticism. There are, right. And I wouldn't even go as far as to say, I don't like this, maybe, you know, I don't like the just select black women for criticism. I tend to criticize all women, but I would even say there was probably a higher percentage of black women and close second would be Hispanic women in that category. They they have a lot of masculine traits that are a turnoff. Okay, so yeah, that was the issue that I was bringing up with Dr. Bay earlier. Um, it wasn't about submission. I don't believe that women should just be generally submissive to any man. Who, but I think uh, that's the point that but, she was alluding. But you kind of beat her over the head because you're saying when she was saying that she doesn't give all of her femininity and maybe it was submission that she was trying to say, you kind of jumped down her throat because you're, you were like, oh, then you're not feminine if you're not offering all of your femininity to a man when upon meeting him or to general people. You well, kind of jumped over that. And for a very specific reason, um, one that she didn't say submissiveness, um, but um, more presently, what she was describing was lack of femininity. When she was describing how a woman has to be combative to ward off bad men, um, how they have to be strong and dominant in certain things. You see, these aren't um, the absence of submission or anything like that. Um, these are simple um, behaviors that are conflated with masculinity. Even Alan Roger Carey. Um, I never said that. I never said a woman has to be combative. Well, so let me, ask your, let me ask you a question, GC. When you do have a man that does not understand, um, no, and a woman has to get into a certain energy, is that certain energy warranted when you have a man that's um, acting a certain way with her? Well, once like, again, it's, 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 it's not, it's, if femininity, if feminine is what is who you are, then that's something that you would be regardless of the man's behavior. Now, you only submit to your mate. Um, however, if femininity is who you are, that is what you're going to be, you know, no matter no matter how he behaves. It's not something that's contingent on the behavior of a man. 
Well, I disagree with somebody. This is nothing about people. Does that make sense on the panel? But in the chat room, somebody said femininity and submission are mutually exclusive. I half agree and half disagree. They are different by how you describe and define them. They're not mutually exclusive, but, but they're in, they're yeah. inevitably well, submission is one They're inevitably in many cases, particularly talking about a one-on-one relationship, they're going to always become correlated with each other. So, but I do believe that some men conflate, confuse and conflate femininity with submission. Hmm. I believe that submission is a subset of femininity. I think that people do conflate femininity with submission because it seems like it's been synonymous um, within this space. But um, do you guys actually see a difference between femininity and submission? And, well, and then make another point, just a real quick point. Sure. Um, like I stated at the beginning of the broadcast, it seems that um, women of other cultures are just submissive to men, regardless of what the man does or who the man is. It just seems like the women are more feminine or submissive because to me, they kind of seem synonymous. But I could be. That's your culture. Yeah. I was just going to quickly say all women who are submissive to some man are usually also feminine, but not all women True. who are feminine are going to be. And I think Game Changer also said this, so I, I'm basically repeating his point. But yeah, not all women who who are feminine in a basic way are going to be submissive. To a man, particularly a man that they're again that they're not romantically attracted to or interested in having casual sex with, they're not going to be submissive to him, but they might. I, still have, be feminine. I have a question, but isn't submiss isn't being submissive a form of femininity though? Well, like, it's a subset, yeah. So a woman, a woman can't be fem um can't be submissive without first being feminine. However, she um she can be feminine without she can be feminine without necessarily submitting to um an individual man. She can. They can. They, there's a, many examples of women that are feminine and not necessarily submissive. There's a way to carry it. Yeah, but yeah. it's but submissive. Submissiveness is a quality of like extreme femininity. So you have like different levels of femininity, and that's yeah. what I, all I was trying to say. Like what, you, what you, you got, don't you have got. to exude like. I'm gonna let if a man is walking in with me at work, for example, mm -hmm. if he if he's like close to me or walking close to me. I'll kind of let him walk before me to see if he's gonna open the door, you know, like because I'm a woman, like I I like that. So that's that's training, okay. That, yeah. That's training. So like, um, what with that being said, if I'm just being a, the aggressive person or however people say not feminine or whatever, I'm gonna open the door and not even care if he behind me or not or get hit with the door, you know. But but men can look at those character traits that a woman has. And um, some men will say, oh, well, I was going to get the door for you, but you're so independent, you got it yourself. You know, yeah. like, they'll well, automatically assume that when she, when a woman may or may not realize that he was trying to exude his masculine qualities, I guess, some of his masculine uh, qualities toward her. Well, that, that's that's how you display it. And it, it, how masculine qualities and femininity is displayed in different cultures, different ways. Okay. And there's, we can't, we can't, just 
throw away, you know, 60 years of, of feminist training and say that doesn't mean anything because that's the way you've been trained to be. So naturally, you're going to uh, tamp down the, the what they call the national masculinity of men, aggressiveness of men and raise the aggressiveness of women up. That's on that's done on purpose. So this this thing about uh, uh, not getting the door or not opening the door or whatever you were trained to do, you know, after two or two or three hundred years of training to uh, display these these uh, these behaviors because they're trained. They're not it's not natural. They're trained. You, the, the display of opening the door and that kind of stuff or protection. This is trained. This is trained into the men. Uh, the, the, if you go to other cultures, the, the deference that women show their men is trained it's 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 not something that you're born with it's trained She's but at the same time i'm, I'm uh, seeing comments where people are saying like these manners and all this stuff doesn't have anything to do with femininity it's certain manners that have something to do with with what you'll allow a man to do will you allow a man to be masculine just like it's certain qualities that men Possess that will allow women to be feminine, and it's different. And this is either are or these are qualities. Y'all trying to make it like it's a like either you are or you're not. It's different types of qualities. These are these are different. These are cultural definitions that are trained. Okay, the way American women show femininity is different the way than somebody in Latin America or Asia. Okay. Or Europe, it's different. These are social cues that we describe these things by. Okay, what's feminine in America? What's feminine in Asia? What's feminine in Latin America is going to be different. And where do we? How, how do we define these things? And where do we draw the line? Same thing with submission. I just, I, just thought, I, I guess um, my definition of femininity is different. Like it's like you're saying that it's a whole state of being that makes you feminine. <laughs> It, That's it's, not it, what it is. It's a quality. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a trait it's, that you have that make you feminine. And it's a how 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 does femininity it is defined in your culture? It's a it's cultural training. It's a quality, but it's also cultural training. How how do you train your women? Because if you look at six six seventy years ago, sound like a dog. Huh? It's well, well, the thing is, how did you learn to speak? You, did some? Did you just naturally grow up to learn to speak? Did somebody, did somebody train you to speak, how to act, and how to how to relate in a, in a culture? You have to be trained. Human beings, human beings take more training than a dog, or or a cat. Okay, human beings take. Said, eight, eight, eight eight years of training. It's how you train your woman. Yeah. You said it. I didn't say it. No, no, I'm saying how you train a dog. I didn't say train your woman. I said as far as as you far as your parents train your I didn't say train your woman. I said how women are trained. Your mother trains you. Your father trains your men, okay? As boys, you don't, you don't, you don't come out of the womb as a woman. You come out of the womb as a, as a female girl. No upbringing, like um, yeah. your mom fixed your dad's plate every day. So yeah. uh, before the kids, so you naturally fix your man's plate every day. Yeah. And that was something that you saw, right. maybe generational thing, and it's just part of your training. It's part of your training. Yeah, I think it's part nature, part nurture. You know, so some of it does come naturally to you with no training and it's trained out of you by society or your upbringing. And then other aspects right. are nurtured by society and by your family. So it's a it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Well, well, yeah I've, I've always said that in my books is that you have your biologically 
uh, induced behavior by your biological impulses, your raw desires, and then you have social programming and cultural conditioning. So on that, on the latter, I agree with most, if not all of what BGS said, all of us to one degree or another are the product of our social programming and our cultural conditioning. There's certain things like the simple example would be stopping at a red light. You don't come out the womb saying, I'm going to stop at a red light. That's from social programming and cultural conditioning. Mm -hmm. Then there's other things that we both like. If I look at a certain woman's face and body and my dick is hard, yeah. Nobody programmed me to do that. That's a biological reaction right there. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you look, if you if you go back and look at the evolution of social conditioning, social training, basically, it, ha- it, it has to has to match or has to uh, uh, dovetail with your with with your nature. Otherwise, it's not going to work. There's there's no cues or no rules that go against people's nature. Otherwise, it's going to get rejected. It's not going to work. You see, the only thing that I have with um, the whole nature nurture thing, and I, I do agree that it's it's partly both. However, I feel like when we bring in the nurture aspect of it too much, it allows people to not take accountability for the way they are today. So they say, um, it's not my fault I wasn't taught femininity as a child. It's not my fault that society has molded me to be the way that I am. I've had to adapt to society rather yeah. than people acknowledging that it's actually a choice for them to behave that way. If, if, if you, if you, okay, if you, and this is what's going on right now, because you know, I said, I've, you know, that for the last 15 years, I've been looking at this, right? This is what's happening right now. They thought, you know, they thought in the 1970s, you know, when they, you know, in, this, in, the, in the late 60s, 1970s, they could actually, uh, uh, they believed in, in nurture over nature. So what they thought that they could actually uh, uh, basically socialize boys and girls into acting a certain way for, sure. for, for women to actually take a, a, a provider or a male role. In other words, become take take the actual position of a male. In fact, if you look at, uh, I think it's called uh, "The Richer Sex" by Liz Mundy, and I think it was the the end of men it was written in tw- twenty twelve. These are actually feminist books that actually tell you exactly what they what they wanted, what they designed, and exactly what their what their ch- achievement was. What they're finding out is that uh, regardless of how they socialize women, and it's not the men. It's really not the men that are causing the problem, according to the feminists, right? It's actually the women. Women do not want to be providers. Women do not want to take care of families. Women do not want to take care of men, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, they cannot socialize that out of the women. True. Um, Ala Roger Curry, your your god your goddaughter was actually an example of, you know, how she was being socialized to think that the genders were conflated. So that's something that feminism is doing. They're being nurtured to be, you know, this... Um, this singular thing, like, you know, men and women are interchangeable. Um, and that's something that our um, society is unfortunately teaching them. Um, but what's happening is nature and nurture is in a direct contradiction to each other. You know, it's kind of like if you train a dog to walk on his hind legs. I mean, you could train him to do that, but he won't function effectively um, as dogs do, um, you know, in, in proper circumstances, you know. Well, so- well, one of the things I brought up on this very channel when uh, Sister George and Concrete Rose interviewed me, uh, what was that, a week or so ago? Mm-hmm. And this is going to be an impartial defense of some of these, these, you could say, masculine sisters. What I brought up was simply the factor of corporate America. I've had a lot of sisters over the years convey to me in one way or another that they'll say, Alan, 
you know, I'm paraphrasing the words, but essentially they'll say, Alan, it's hard to be this fully feminine woman when you get a, a, a career in corporate America and it's implored on you to be hard line with your employees, male mm -hmm. and females, you know, be domineering. You know, you can't be that you, whoever hired you will tell you that you can't be this softy, this fully feminine woman or you will get walked over. And the problem is now some women know how to you can say turn off their uh, corporate masculine side and turn on their personal life, social life, feminine side. But a lot of women will say to me, I don't I'm having problems doing that. I'm having problems coming home and turning off that corporate America masculine side of me that's used to bossing people around, telling them what to do, telling them to meet a deadline. And so to one degree or another, I tend to be empathetic. I understand it. I understand well, it. Here's the thing but though, Alan. Just like, I, just like I'm masculine, maybe would avoid situations where they're made to behave in a feminine manner. Kind of like I avoid the pride parade every year. Uh, just like uh, masculine men avoid situations that will um, force them to behave in a feminine manner, I think that a feminine woman should and would avoid situations that would um, force them to behave in a masculine manner. But I could be wrong. Uh, here, here's the thing, though. I, I work in the not America, American corporate world, but I work in, obviously, London corporate world, and I work in project management. So it's all about having to be very strict and having to meet deadlines. And I can acknowledge that it's a masculine space, right? However, one thing that you have to your advantage in that space is your femininity. It can actually work to your advantage to stay in that feminine state because um, you're almost coming to them in an angle that everybody else isn't. Everybody else is very forthright, very harsh, very, you know, just masculine. And um, it doesn't even, you don't have to be full out masculine. What I do is instead of me talking, saying, um, you know, like, okay, I really, I really need this done by, you know, 7 p.m. tonight, you just slightly change the intonation in your voice. And so it would be like, I really need this done by 7 p.m. tonight. It's very important. It's crucial that we get it done, okay? And you don't have to necessarily come at people full force. Just that slight difference in your voice can actually make all the difference, but you still don't have to leave um, your feminine energy and take on those masculine traits. It works in your advantage not to do that, in fact. I absolutely agree with that, Jessica. I absolutely agree with that. So, and, then, and, then that, and that's compared to uh, what we uh, describe masculine and feminine today, which is not what we what it was 60 years ago or 70 years ago or in other parts of the world. We actually changed the baseline of what feminine and masculine is. The thing is, as we move as we move that 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 line further and further away, what's it going to become? Because we see what it's what it's causing, we shouldn't be, even be talking about this. But why are we talking about it? Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Hey, Sister George, just real quick, I, since I didn't hear a lot of early parts, what what was your main premise behind your title, "The Price"? Emphasis on price, the price of femininity. What do you feel uh, is the price of femininity? Because if you're a feminine woman in today's society, that means that you do side against 
the sisterhood. So basically, um, you're choosing to take the sides of men and you're choosing to allow yourself to be led um, to a certain degree by a man. And so when you say, okay, I'm not going to really be with the sisterhood. Um, I'm going to allow myself to be led by my man. I'm going to follow behind my man. And you have a sisterhood here who struggled, who's gone through all kinds of shit. Um, they tend to denounce you when you say, I'm going to follow behind my man. But I would say that most women, um, when when it comes down to the lines being drawn, a lot of us won't draw the lines because we still want the support of our sisters. And so it's like a trade-off. And so it's like, well, if you do decide to side with your men, you do realize you're not going to have the same support from the sisterhood that you, you may have once had. And so um, women will tell you, okay, well, you said you was going to roll with them niggas, then you need to go roll with them because there's nothing over here for you. Um, we don't really want anything to do with you. And these may be women that you were cool with. Y'all may have had a certain rapport. Y'all may have had certain relationships mm -hmm. and certain bonds. And so when you say the price of femininity, and, th and this is just my personal perspective, when I was thinking about the price of femininity, um, for me to walk in my total um, womanhood and to denounce a certain aspect of um, the sisterhood, then that it, it's definitely a trade-off um, to a degree. Okay, I understand that. Let me just play a quick game changer before you start. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. yeah somebody... I was on somebody's live stream and they happened to be talking about what's known as, I guess they call it the passport bros and mm -hmm. guys going overseas. Mm -hmm. and somebody asked me, they said, Alan, do you, do you have any particular thoughts on men going overseas, either for short-term sexual enjoyment or long-term? And based on what you just said, Sister George, one of my comments was I, I re referenced a comedic bit that Eddie Murphy had. I said, guys need to be cautious about, say, going to some other country or culture and bringing a wife and bringing her back, uh, grabbing a wife and bringing her back here. Because I said, even Eddie Murphy joked about, I'm going to paraphrase his comedic bit, but he, because, you know, he once dated a woman from some country. I forget what country she was from in Africa. Mm. But he basically he suggested that when he first started dating her, she was very feminine very obedient and submissive. Mm -hmm. Then he brought her over here mm -hmm. and she started hanging out with American type sisters mm -hmm. and they influenced her behavior. They basically was telling her, oh, don't be answering to no man. Don't be on yeah. no man. I've heard that. You know? yeah. And he said the next day he knew months later, she was like, Eddie, I'm not doing what you tell me to do, Eddie. Fuck mm -hmm. you, Eddie. I'm doing what they want to do. I'm not doing. And taking the humor out of that, that's the thing is that so I number one I agree with everything you said, Sister George. There's some sisters that if they are very feminine and are very submissive, you have other black women that will try to suggest, oh, you're being a doormat. You're being a doormat now. Why are you allowing yourself a doormat? When if they know any better, and I know from the ins and outs of BDSM, being a submissive woman is not synonymous with being a doormat. That's bullshit. That's a narrative that these feministic type sisters try to push. 
You're absolutely right, True. ARC. And to walk into your femininity does not mean that you let somebody just run all over you and abuse you because with with femininity does come a, a sense of self-esteem and a sense of self. So feminine, being feminine isn't being a doormat. Being feminine is just understanding um, which, like how to be a woman to your man and how to carry yourself in society and stuff as I ain't gonna really get off all into it, but that's just my <laughs> definition of it. So if if the if the if the women the sisterhood wants to lead, then uh, you can't have leadership without accountability. So they're gonna have to, you know, what's what's their prognosis? If they don't want to be feminine. They don't want to follow behind their men. Then what's you know? There's a old saying: lead, follow, get out of the way. So which one is it for the sisterhood? I think the sisterhood um, really wants to be in charge, but I don't really think that the sisterhood are, I don't know if they're not really fully understanding the effects of them being in charge. Mm -hmm. So now we have two generations of um, people and not just the women, because the men are more feminine, the women are more masculine, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. women don't know how to lead. And so, you have two generations that have to, like, it's got to be work done and it's got to be turned around and healed. So I think that's what the disease sins disintegrated because you did the, 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 the younger boys are actually leaving. They said, forget it. We're not going to deal with it. Yeah, because they've seen the conflict. The conflict. They said, you know, we're not going right. to deal with this. Yeah. yeah. I think well, I mean the you, way they've been at home conflict with their with their nature, with their masculine nature. So, you know, kind of yeah, like no. Gabrielle Union's son is probably being nurtured in a way that conflicts with his masculine nature. Now, BGS, since you're about my age, who who would you not to pick on this particular celebrity woman, but who would you say is arguably the single most significant black female figure to me who started this whole we don't need to play up. Well, you, you, you can call her Oprah. You can say Oprah did. You know, she was. She's the one that people point to. You know, it started before that. You can go back to uh, um, uh, the seventies. What's her name? The professor from UCLA. Um, you know this. Uh, this this you know it it started this started in the sixties because uh, they were complaining about this in the sixties with the with the female Panthers. Yeah, I uh, did. Well, I don't care. That's a valid point. And what's her name? The what ran for president? Um, uh, Hillary Clinton. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. No, yeah, Chisholm, Shirley Chisholm, back in nineteen sixty-eight. Okay. So, yeah. this, is, this is old. <laughs> this is this is old. Yeah, I, I think Oprah just on, uh, ARC. Your your earlier question regarding the title. Um, for me, in the title, because you know we kind of decided on the title together. Um, Danielle had came up with something similar and we just tried to broaden it. But I was thinking of too, like the price that we as black women are paying for a lack of femininity in our community, meaning, you know, you know, less men feeling like they want to protect black women. Um, you know, all of the things that, um, we would probably benefit from if we were in our feminine essence. Um, we're paying the price of having to forego those things because we're not. Are, are we are we teaching our boys to protect our women? Are we teaching our boys that women don't need, need protection? 
if you're teaching the boy to boys that 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 you that your counterparts your women you know if you look at the disney cartoons mm -hmm. uh they're better than you so why are you trying to protect somebody that's better than you well and that's a good point um i'm certain that that has something to do with it too and the other thing about that is like just seeing grown adult men um and they're them realizing the combative nature that women have in addition mm -hmm. to that um women are sometimes the aggressors in some of these situations they feel like why am i going to put my life on the line for you know someone who is the aggressor and who's um you know doesn't respect me yeah, these gen mm -hmm. yeah, well, you know I'm, I'm a boomer but I, you know gen x women i've you know because they were my the, the little homies, you know, the little little homies and the little women. The Gen X women were something else, right? I mean, they were something else. They were very combative. They were very mean. Okay, they were very in your face, and that's the way they were trained. And then the, the women that came after that, as far as black women are concerned, it just got worse. You know, because I remember the Gen X women fighting in the streets. Okay, in the in the in the uh, late eighties and early nineties. Okay, fighting their men. Having having toe to toe squabbles, okay. This is is this 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 didn't just start yesterday. So, so you talking about you talking about grown men? This right. started on the school grounds back back in the eighties. Oh yeah, good right. point. Yeah. So uh -uh. so we now have those individuals now midlife, mm -hmm. where things happen now. Mm -hmm. we're talking about heart attacks. We're talking about strokes. We're talking about major hospital stays. We're talking okay. about people dying off. Mm -hmm. we're talking about life happening now. Okay. You talked about Oprah earlier. Mm -hmm. There was discussions, you know, as a Gen Xer myself. Excuse me. A lot of sisters talking about they're doing it for themselves. But OK, so if that's true. Where's the, the conversations about? You know what? Mr. Wright didn't come along. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do it for ourselves on the way out. You know, okay. we're going to be going to talk about the hospice care. We're going to talk about the end of life care. We're going to talk about, you know. Uh, final expenses. We're going to talk about having our own security. I don't hear that conversation. And, you know, to me, we are where we are. You know, whether or not certain women respect more men than others, whether or not, you know, this is a cultural permutation, you know, all these different things, while interesting, um, they don't address where we are today. We are where we are. Femininity yeah. will not work. We tried everything. How about trying a bit of reality now? Some so give up on going to die alone. That's just the way it is. So we're supposed to just throw our hands up and say, "Oh, yes. you know, it is what some it is." Some sisters are going to die alone. What's oh. the plan? Reality. Some sisters are cool. That's not my mindset. Thing. We wouldn't be pulling teeth to get this conversation started if that were true. Yeah, it's it's not. I think reality delivers the cold, hard truth. And that's not something that many people can accept. Many people would rather live with hope that <clears throat> everything will work out rather than facing, you know, the cold light of reality. That's just how it is. You're really never going to find those conversations. 
they're not going to happen because it it ruins the illusion and the hope that they they were were taught that if you do this you look out for yourself you took on these roles you took on these these uh these challenges as they say then that the men would adjust the men would agree they would see the value in you and what Mm -hmm. you're doing and your leadership and they would follow Guess what well, happened? you know, I have to agree with Alan. I think that some women are okay with it. I'm seeing more and more women that don't desire to marry, more and more women that are fine being single and like they're not, they, you know, want their needs met, but they don't. I see That's not what numerous I'm women. Hold on one second. I see numerous women who say mm-hmm. they don't even want to share a residence with somebody because they don't want to be not what I'm talking about. every day. That's not what I'm talking about. So what are, what you, are talking you talking about? about? I'm talking about estate planning. I'm talking about Who's going to be power attorney when you're on, you know, when you're uh, on a ventilator? And w- at what point do they put they pull the plug? I'm talking about uh, what are your final life expenses? Or are you going to be yet another black woman being, you know, talked about on Go Go Fund Me to help me bury Aunt Bernice? Aside from that, we're not going to have those conversations on here. To me, that's something oh, that so I we did. can talk about. Set, we can talk about the most intimate. Of things, we're Oprah talking Winfrey about is the Oprah Winfrey is the you, standard bearer and apostle. Do you understand what we're talking about? We we're talking about, about something. Oh, calm down. Calm down. Oh, no, 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 easy. Calm down. Obsidian. We can talk you, about the most intimate things. Calm down. We can't talk about this. Okay. Yeah, okay. but do you understand? Obsidian. We can't talk about this. Obsidian, calm down, man. But why? So, she, so, so we can hear her, her response all my life so we can we, hear a response i grew up in the shadow of oprah the queen of getting personal obsidian what we're doing is we're talking about conversations that are very very difficult for women to have um to themselves let alone to actually have them in um out loud with uh, a thousand people watching and people knowing their innermost thoughts in um, when they're laying in the bed late at night and they're lonely and they don't have anybody and shit is um, coming down around them, most mm. people aren't going to sit up here and air out their fucking grievances with their own life. And you can't expect them to do that. You don't get on here and advertise every time you're depressed or when I'm not the one that's, that's driving the business. I'm not the one that's driving the business. I'm not the one that's driving the business. Black women are. Don't get mad at me because I took everything to its ultimate logical conclusion and you can't handle it. Okay, Deal so what, what, what we're doing, <laughs> this conversation here is about self-improvement. We're cautioning women that because of the fact that we have a lack of femininity in our community, how it's affecting our community. In addition, we're talking about um, actual solutions and saying- That train is already sailed. That train that's, is like that's what you believe, but not everyone. No, uh, no, like it's not a matter of belief. I'm looking at hard okay. data numbers. That not, not everyone thinks like that. Yeah, I'm this is why, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. This is why I just I just want to quickly say, Jessica, yes, I heard her say something earlier to you. I don't know if it's lighthearted, serious, or combination of both. But she said, Obsidian, this is why you're never going to be a part of the discussions and on the dais with the Steve Harveys and Hill Harpers. I don't have you, you want to crush hope. I don't want. To, I don't have to be. You want to crush hope. That's the fantastic thing about the period in which we live. I don't need the sisterhood's permission or approval to force this conversation. I don't need. But you force it. I don't need it. 
I don't need That's it. What I'm, saying. I'm an that, army of one. The, the women I don't need their to help. listen to Derek I don't Jackson need their help. buy his books. I have something even better than they have. Listen to Matthew Hussle. I have something even better. Those guys give them hope. I have you something know. even. I have something right. even better than they have. He what? wants us to lay down and die. I have something. You know, I'm asking them to grow up and be adults. And they're care of business. They're saying we're not listening to you. No, no, no. Time. It's just what I was. They'll listen to time. What What I was saying is just that it's it's wishful thinking. You know, they're 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 not going to do it, and so we can kind of push for those conversations, but they're not going to happen because it kills the illusion. It kills the hope. It's not. It's not for them anyway. It's for the next generation, so they don't repeat the same. Right, and that's what I was saying about. That's why I said. to push the conversation because you want to see the women kind of wallow um their decisions in mm-hmm. guilt and you want them to feel remorseful about um certain actions now you, what could, I you could ask me what my, my actual motivation is. let her finish let her finish um what will happen now don't get me wrong women do you could you know, have I'm gonna just say women, everybody kind of comes to terms with the decision. But you could ask me what I actually want. Well, we, 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 let, let her finish. It just seems like you want to have these conversations so women can kind of feel remorseful or regretful for the decisions that they made. And somehow you want these conversations put on the forefront. And what I'm saying to you is um, most people are not going to get out and air out how depressed and how hopeless they are because some people people still want to fucking have hope about their lives. People still want to believe they're there. And whether or not that's going to happen, that that really doesn't have anything to do with anybody. Now we get up here and we have these conversations, and I personally can be honest because I've actually done the fucking work to get up here to be honest. But everybody's not there yet, and 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 it's not on you to force the conversation out of them because they don't whatever whatever I goddamn well please. What do they? This is the thing. Um, I don't think this panel would be the right panel for that conversation because I don't think any... I don't, but I don't think Sister George or I believe they're both in relationships, so it's not something that they would consider. However, I would say that that conversation itself is necessary because if there's anything that... Why is it? I don't think this is the right panel, but I think that conversation is needed from certain women because then Mm. you're actually showing the younger generations, this is your future. I'm sitting here, I'm planning my, you know, end of life care, I'm planning this, that, the other. And that helps reality to set in for them even more. So that conversation is, it's definitely needed. I don't know if now's the right time, but that conversation is, it's needed. Well, what I'll say is, a lot of women will be unmoved by that. And, I, and I, would love to, I would love to tell you what my motivations are. Let's do this. You see, see the conceit. Let me send a special shout out to Sick Lid. Um, he said for our hospice care plans, concrete, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know quite a few people that are doing that. Funny. Mm. You know, I find it um, interesting ahead, that, um, I find it interesting that um, all of a sudden now we find our propriety. Like I said, Oprah Winfrey made her bones on being really personal. Uh, what, just a month ago, we had a very famous Nicole Ari Parker divulging the intimate details of her marriage and how so unhappy she was with Boris Kucho. Mm-hmm. Before millions. 
Black women bear all, all the time on Facebook, on Instagram. But now we can't have this conversation. Oh, that's just a bitch too far. Bullshit. Okay, well, that's another conversation for another Bullshit. day. But we're going to do closing remarks, three minutes each, because I think we still have some people waiting in the back, because I've been okay. on here long enough with y'all. So um, before we do that, I'm sorry, we did have to. Um, Sister George, are you ready or you want to do closing remarks first? Um, no, let's get this on out the way and then get the closing remarks on. Okay. Um, so we, we did choose two people from the chat who have been, um, you know, supporting us, engaging in the chat that we are actually going to buy lunch for. I'll say my person and you can say yours, Danny. Um, so I chose Rozzy. So Rozzy, if you don't mind dropping your cash app and we're going to treat you to lunch. And I chose BAP. If you drop your cash app, we will definitely treat you to lunch, honey. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And we can start with closing arguments. Or we can start with closing statements. I'll go since I got a bounce. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was, you mean I mean, I predicted this like three years ago. Basically, all all this pandemic does is actually accelerate everything. You know, people are gonna have to come face to face with reality and actually learn that this artificial thing we call civilization is artificial, and any time it can change. And you got to get back to what you used to do. There's a reason that these these roles, sex roles that we've developed over like two hundred thousand years, are viable. And we're going to relearn those lessons, unfortunately. But that's all I got. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for coming up. We appreciate it. All right, peace. Peace out. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I just want to yeah. say that um, I think Sister George and Concrete Roses, both of their perspectives, along the lines of their title, The Price of Femininity, was valid. Sister George Morsel talked about what price will you have to pay with the sisterhood, and Concrete Rose talked about the consequences of a collective lack of femininity, and I think those are both valid discussions. For me, what I want to say is that, you know, I tend to get a lot of pushback from a lot of men on YouTube, Black men in particular, who say, you know, stuff like, oh, ARC, you, you defend sisters and you, you won't go in on sisters. My thing is this. I like to attack what men have direct control over, which is their own behavior. So as far as my male followers, I don't want them concerning themselves with what's wrong with, with women, and in this case, black women. What, why black women lack femininity? Why are you enabling black women who lack femininity? That is my question. Why are you going out with them? Why are you socializing with them? Why are you dating them if they have a severe lack of femininity? That's That would be my question. Why aren't you just, because my father taught me when I was young, he said, criticizing people with your actions is 20 times more powerful than criticizing people with your words. If, if you displease with women's behavior, a certain type of black woman's behavior, Fuck yak yik yakking about it. That don't do shit. That don't do shit in the long run. You got to ignore the fuck out of them. Then they will get the message. They'll be like, why are no man paying me any attention? Why aren't any men asking me out on dates? 
Why am I not getting any text messages, any phone calls? So that's for those men who have criticized me in the past. That's why I say to you, concentrate on what you have control over, which is how you choose to behave towards women, in this case, black women, and how you allow them to behave towards you. Everything else, in my opinion, is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. And with that, I say I got love for Sister Georgia Concrete Rose. I got love for them two sisters. All right. I'm Thank out. you, ARC. We appreciate you so, so much. We appreciate you. Thank you for coming up. My pleasure. And thank you so, so much for the cash app. We really appreciate your support, ARC. Let me not laugh too fucking much. Okay. Um, next, have Game Changer. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Um, so I wasn't here for the beginning, but um, definitely from hearing Sister George's description and Concrete Rose's description of what the title was about, um, I just want to say this. Uh, I think it's very important. Um, yeah, I do empathize with your with your plight, with your situation, because uh, the sisterhood is 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 kind of like a safety net for single women. And um, to renounce a safety net and then walk on a tight rope of a relationship is a very dangerous thing. Um, and that's what people are asking you to do. However, you can't live in a safety net. You know, uh, you can't live with the sisterhood indefinitely. Um, I'm going, I'll do a stream. I'll do a follow-up stream on this in about an hour. Um, but I definitely want to talk about the negative impacts of the sisterhood and how it can be uh, seductive. Um, but dangerous for a woman long term. But um, I will close and end with this um, before I start my panel, um, maybe like an hour or so, um, is that the benefits of femininity, the value of femininity is worth way more than the cost of it. And I'll just leave you ladies with that. Thank you. Thank you, Game Changer. We appreciate your presence as well as your commentary. All right, thanks. Oh, I need the uh, wrench when y'all get a chance. Okay, um, I'm gonna have to do something on the back end because for whatever reason, you're showing up on StreamYards, but you're not showing up on my um my YouTube. So oh. I, I probably have to do something on the back end, but I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right, thank you so much. <laughs> Where, oh Lord, let me add- Well, really quick, Rosie. <laughs> And um, BAP, if you guys will um, be so kind as to send an email to the breakdown of, at a woman's perspective, um, if you have uh -uh, PayPal, breakdown2020 at gmail.com, that breakdown2020 at gmail.com. Um, and if you have PayPal or any other payment apps, we can send it through another payment app. Otherwise, we'll send it to you in a gift card, e gift card. So um, just go ahead and email us and we'll take care of that on the back end. You said breakdown at 2020? The uh, breakdown at gmail.com. At gmail.com, right? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm going to email you. Man. Yeah. But listen, man, let me just say something before y'all go, man. Um, Me personally, um, I don't think most black women <clears throat> lack femininity in my opinion um i think you i think you have some who lack femininity but i don't think that's the majority and if the majority do lack femininity then they need to be more feminine man because you know 
if you're a woman, you know, that's what you're supposed to be, man. Um, there's no excuse. Men supposed to be men. Women supposed to be women. You know, as a man, I'm supposed to act masculine. And your woman is supposed to act feminine, man. But, and, you know, <laughs> that's it. That's all I, I have to really say, man. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Rozzy. And congratulations. Don't forget to send the email to Danny. And thank you for your commentary. All right, man. So, all right, man. So, just to clarify, just to clarify, though, break down. It's, it's, yeah, it's, BAP just put it in the chat. Say that one more time. The breakdown 2020. Okay. At, at gmail.com. All right, I'm mm -hmm. gonna tell you it's ASAP. All right, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Rosie. Obsidian. Move Mia. What are your final thoughts? Yes, uh, I do have some final thoughts. Uh, thank you all. And um, see, my thinking is this. Well, you know, we've kind of been going round and round with this for years. And, um, you know, we tried everything else. We tried it. I think it's time for a different approach. This is, We're approaching this and acting as if we're still in our 20s. We're not. You know, life is finite. That's the truth that defines our existence. We just don't have, you know, you know uh, an infinite amount of time to do this stuff. We don't. This is especially true for women. At some point, you have to look at where you are and say, okay, it's nobody's fault, didn't work out. Where do we go from here? Continuing to go round and round and why, you know, why black women don't do this, why black men don't do that. We are where we are. Where do we go from here? Life is continuing to happen. Now what? And I, I honestly do think... It not just a dodge or a cop out, but downright um, disingenuous and unconscionable for a group of American women who have made their bones for more than a generation about how uh, uh, competent they are to now waffle, to now waffle at the one area where you really need to be competent in your life. Now, all of a sudden, we want to, you know, be pious, and, and now, all of a sudden, we want to be modern. How dare you? We've been listening, ladies. Mm -hmm. We've been listening. <laughs> Don't get mad at us because we only take what you said and bring it right back to your doorstep. At what point do we move on? The time is now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think, Obsidian, are you off of your soapbox? Yes. Thank you. We appreciate your commentary. We appreciate so much how you just love sticking to the point until we give you a direct answer. Um, as always, thanks for joining us. Who else we got up Thank here? Thank you, Obsidian. Um, we had J.I. He had been waiting in the back concrete, so don't pop me. Oh, um, yeah. 
Um, y'all know Concrete cussed my ass out about two weeks ago. I ain't gonna even no. care what she did. But uh-uh, don't bring no. y'all ass up here no more. When we saying we don't, we leaving. Don't bring y'all ass. Up here. <laughs> don't, no, but I saw J. I. J. I. asked like an hour ago. Like, can I get up there? And, and him and Miss J. So I understand. I know he was waiting around. That that's something different. <laughs> Go ahead, J. I. Yeah, can you hear me? All right, let me just say this. Pretty much what we have here is a situation where you bend the knee or you stomach the sword. Men have been saying, you know, you need to be more feminine, all this, this and that. Women have had the option not to and have taken it. So now you're stomaching the sword. All of this low divorce rate, no commitment, being alone, not being able to get real um, commitment from a man long-term other than sexual attention. This is just you stomaching the sword. Now, personally, I don't care. I think men only can gain from the situation that we have. When women want to be like men, I think we should treat them exactly the same as men. Let it be completely equal across the board because men only stand to win in this situation. So I don't even think at this point men should be trying to fight for women to be more equal. It's too late. The ship is sailed. You guys were talking earlier about when is it too late to learn. If you're not raised that way, it's too late to learn. If you don't have it in you, it's too late to learn. But men, just keep in mind that you win in this situation 100% out of 100% because you continue to get better as you self-improve through life, whereas women, once they hit the wall, they're, it drastically declines from there. So just have sex with them sparingly, you know, here and there. <laughs> you can do SYSBM, whatever you want. We, we only win from this. And without our commitment, it's always going to be a woman that you can sleep with, always. Mm. So you do not have to worry about that at all. Just don't have relationships with them. Keep your own affairs in order. And you'll always be able to get your nut off. You ultimately win. And, and treat them just like men. Treat them the same. They are equal to you. Don't be opening doors. Don't be doing that. They are the same. Treat them the same. Outside of your personal sexual interactions, treat them the same as men. And that's it. Thanks for letting me up. Thank I you, J.I. We appreciate it. All right. That was so, so, so interesting. So our special guest, first of all, thank you to Dr. Bay and thank you to Jessica X. I apologize, Dr. Bay. First of all, you have tough skin and we appreciate it because we know. I wouldn't have her come on here if I didn't know. Yeah, they can be brutal. And I thank you because you take it with a grain of salt and, you know, I apologize because, oh, my God. No, you shouldn't apologize. I love hearing people's opinions. You know, people probably don't want to hear mine, you know, but you know what what people say. They're sadomasochistic, just like me. (laughs) And so they like to have their asses popped a little bit. They like to be spanked a little bit. And they, Mm -hmm. but honey, they like to give it as good as they give, honey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Absolutely, no, but we appreciate you both. Um, dope, dope, dope. No, somebody just told us F us. <laughs> See how they See, look, I mean, come on, like, really? But this yeah. is a super dope panel. Like, oh, on fire the entire panel. And thank you, thank you, thank you, because we couldn't have done it without you ladies. And who wants to go first to close us out? Jessica, you want to um, do your closing remarks? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I'll go first. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's my my pleasure being over here. And so, finally, I just want to say congratulations again on your 1,000K. Um, 
subscribers. You guys are really having some great discussions over here, really thought-provoking. You know, you gather a lot of opinions on the subjects. And, yeah, onwards and upwards. Um, just congratulations again, everyone in the chat who isn't subscribed to them so far. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button. And Absolutely. yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you, Jessica. I got to come over and check you out. Thank you. I, I love you. Okay, for sure. All right. Bye, ladies. Bye. Thank you out. so much, Jessica X. We really appreciate you coming through. And somebody dropped a, a link in the chat so you guys can go and subscribe to her because she is definitely going to be bringing the heat. So, subscribe. <laughs> Dr. Bray, hey Pooh. Hey ladies, this was a great um chat. I think um a lot of people I guess get confused at your thought process and how you think doesn't make you feminine. It's weird. So um I just have three things I want to point out and I'm gonna let y'all go. Um I just feel like today, in today's society or how world how the world is set up, um, women are no longer concerned with being delicate, caring, and sweet. I mean, if we are, like if we do come off as caring, sweet, um, and delicate, which exudes femininity, um, a lot of people, again, I guess in America, I guess not overseas, because I've been overseas and I've been the same person and I get the same type of attention overseas as I do here in the States. But um, I just feel like in our culture, the way um, men have changed, I think men have changed and it's causing women to change. And then women want to have equal rights and want the same type of standards as men. Um, and, it, and, it, and it has caused a conflict in us being I guess in a strong feminine power, uh, exuding a, a high amount of femininity. Um, my first point was, I just feel like women are not really concerned about that. And that's what's causing the decrease in femininity. At what cost do we need to be feminine to, I guess, fulfill what we need to feel? The second thing is that um, the way femininity is looked at in society today um, is like women are like, they have to be independent um, compassionate, outspoken, um, and and kind at the same time. So it's kind of hard to be all of that without exuding some type of masculinity um, qualities. Um, but at the same time, um, I think that by a woman being independent and outspoken, a, a man who is not independent and outspoken automatically assumes she's a feminist or masculine, and that's not true. Um, and then my third point, uh, like to what cost, um, I just feel like um, sometimes people try to uh, figure, I guess, figure out what you do to try to tear you down or tear your perspectives on how you think down um, to try to get like to try to provoke you to act, to react a certain way. Mm -hmm. and, th and then they want you to want to say that you're you can't say X, Y, and Z, or you can't be be this way or that way with um, with certain people. When I think you have to, just like being nice to a person, um, I think being nice um, is fine with being nice, but you you have to put a certain level of niceness on um, you being nice. Like, how nice am I gonna be? You know, before somebody be nice back to me. 
you know, because you can have a person, they might not do nothing for you, but you're always doing everything for them. Um, that's another topic because I was watching the uh the show Insecure the other day when Molly and and Issa got into it, and it was a lot to do with the niceness or the neediness of one character versus the other character. And again, um, you could see the aggression that came out in Molly, and she's always throughout the whole season exuded femininity. So I don't know. Um, I just feel like um, my three points is that the way society is set up now from 50 years ago, if you, we go back 50 years, somebody said 1968 or whatever year, and we go back to then to now, um, I remember Jessica said that the way people, you can be feminine at all times, but it's a, it's a certain way that you have to have a, some type of form of aggression to get your point across sometimes. Yeah, some people's aggression may be different from another woman's aggression is it may come off as masculine to other people because everybody's tone is not the same. Everybody's emotional tech is not the same, but that doesn't mean you don't know how to exude femininity. So um, those are my points. I just feel like it's different now. You have to be able to control how, like who you give that femininity off to. Um, and again, it's not, it's not learned, like how you say, it's not learned overnight. This has to be something that's just in you, um, born in you, um, taught to you. Because um, you can have people, mothers that aren't feminine at all. But again, you may admire a woman that has some type of femininity and, and learn her ways watching movies or different things like that. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bay. We appreciate your commentary. We appreciate you for having thick skin. And uh, thank you for agreeing to participate in the panel. Oh, anytime. Yeah, it's good to um, hear opinions and thoughts on what's going on um, out here, especially from the men. Like they're saying, we need to have these plans, these life plans. I agree with that. I think that we do need to have life plans. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like what uh, what Obsidian said, I believe we should have life plans. Um, even and but you still can keep your hope there. But you still need to have some type of life plan for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when when you're getting older. When we're getting older, um, yeah. But that's a whole another topic, chat. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, I do want to say this was a super dope show. Um, especially for our yes, for our thousand sub show, this was definitely just very interesting the entire time throughout. Um, I appreciate every single person who took um, part in the panel. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming up and giving your commentary and your perspective on the topic and on the discussion. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Like y'all are super dope. Um, we hope to. Um, continue to be able to do more giveaways in the future as we hit milestones. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, Rozzy and BAP, don't forget to hit up the email. Um, I just want to say as it relates to the topic that um, I do, you know, it was a very good conversation. Um, the thing that I struggle with being a Gemini, I can typically see both sides. I do think, though, um, that it is a little bit difficult for women in today's society to always be in their feminine energy. I think that even if we don't want to say um, 
acting or reacting to your reactionary behavior is necessarily masculine. I think that some of the traits that you may be employing during that reaction could be, um, are typically tied to masculinity. So aggression, assertiveness, um, whatever, you know, may have you. However, um, I do also agree with what Jessica said, very profound points that she made that when you are a feminine woman, you typically um, have the forethought to try not to put yourself in vulnerable positions, to try not to, like, I mean, me personally, as a feminine woman, I think about if I am in a um, position where I have to be aggressive, how that will impact my man who is a black male. I know that should he have to act, um, you know, he could be putting his life on the line. So just thinking about things like that and, you know, trying to always stay one step ahead to make sure that I don't have to display masculine qualities. Um, but um, like I said, this was a super dope show. I'm just so, so, so excited. And thank you, thank you, thank you all again. Um, and I think that's it. Okay. Um, well, I want to thank everybody who joined our panel and came up to talk to us. Um, shout out to you guys in the chat. Um, a very special shout out to Jessica X and Dr. Bay. Um, you ladies are so valuable to the conversation and we really, really appreciate you guys' support. Um, thank you to everybody who sent a cash app. Thank you so, so much because concrete needs a goddamn. Right. <laughs> no, I sat my butt still the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we did. We do need to get our hospice plan started up. Um, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So we just, so we're so thankful and um, we're almost on our 50th episode. So this has been really, really like exciting and fun. And so I'm, I'm just so excited about um, the direction of the show and, you know, we, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. So yeah. um, thank you to everybody. And we will see you guys back here on Wednesday. Peace out. Enjoy your Sunday, people. Y'all have a great one and be careful and stay your ass inside the house because it's still <laughs> on fire. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Have bye. a great Sunday. <laughs>